are live back here for Real News Quarantine. We haven't been on here in a while, but there's been a lot going on in the news that we're just going to dive right into. Uh, what do you guys want to start with? There's been crazy shenanigans from YouTube drama to Biden getting Me Too to a new A Intel, almost said AMD. AMD's on my mind now. A new Intel processor and all kinds of, like, we're starting to reopen. That's one thing I can actually say is we're starting to reopen. Uh, I think Wolf was announcing some reopenings are going to be happening soon. I think my area is going to be like Mar May 13th or 8th or something. I know Delaware County is going to be the 25th. State College is going to be the 8th. It's about yeah, fucking good. time. It's about fucking good, time. Good stuff. Like, I'm really worried that it was, it has gone on this long. Like, some of the stuff in there, it makes more sense to, like, people are probably going to like beg to have free money again. Because when you give people a $1,200 stimulus plus $600 a month on top of their unemployment, like this could be, you know, several, you know, times what they were normally making before this. And that's what I'm scared of. Hmm. I think this might make some people want to see a, uh, like a Yang style of, uh, so you know, Yang gang for real this time. Yeah, because that's pretty much what we had. You know, we didn't have it. Well, I mean, they, some of those people had six hundred dollars a week. Like, yeah. how? And that's on top of whatever other unemployment they might be getting. So, if you're only making like minimum wage, and you got that on top of a twelve hundred dollars stimulus, on top of not having to go and pay your federal student loans and you know federal mortgage, like there's just so much shit you were given for free, and that's that that's going to have reverberating effects and i think because of that you might see something like a yang sort of like more push for a yang style of uh direct free money for people when do you think penn state's going to have in-person classes in the fall um if they reopen everything i think they could yeah yeah i think um, they will it depends it depends i don't how this works I think it's not going to be like normal in-person classes. I think there's going to have to be because it's hard to say because on the one hand, let's take out the second wave factor. If there's going to be no second wave, then I'd say, yeah, we could be pretty much normal. People may just wear masks and maybe some social distancing, but it would be going back to normal. But the fact that there's going to be a second wave supposedly coming, um, you know, maybe that doesn't happen, which would be nice, but all the experts are saying there, there's going to be a second wave. If there is a second wave, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, okay. Barron says he's optimistic they're going to reopen and be back to normal. I, I don't these, know. These, these, these experts have been sucking ass for a while now. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to, like, I mean, I mean, obviously mentally brace for something, but don't. I wouldn't expect it like until it, I wouldn't believe shit until shit happens. That's kind of, that's kind yeah, of I how think, I'm feeling. Well, I the big depends on how this works out for the level one, like yellow tier reopening. Mm -hmm. If that goes well, I think they could reopen without any issues, but See, the if something happens and they start going back to red, then I think, you know, we're going to have some bigger problems. Well, I'm going to predict right now that, as we start to reopen, you're going to see spikes in cases. And I, the thing is, kind of what you're saying is, like, how are people going to react to that? Are we going to go back 
you know, we're going to scale things back, shut more things down. I mean, the good thing is, is this is happening at state level so we can see how it's working and everybody else can react um, and hopefully pr be more proactive. But I, 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 I'm not going to lie, as much as I, it's going to be, depends how people behave. I'm, gonna, I'm afraid this is happening a little too soon. I don't, I don't know if people are going to be wise about it. Um, but what I think with colleges, especially Penn State, the big deciding factor really is football that's their big money maker yeah. and i yeah. think if they do have football in the fall it's going to be i don't think it's going to be a packed stadium i just think it's, they're going to have to separate people have some oh, distance no. i don't see a packed uh, stadium happening no i well okay so uh, with um i i think the smaller games will feel it but the big games will still be big games. I I, I just there, there's no way. It's too big of an environment. Too big of an environment. The the tickets are too expensive. Like there's the culture is too big. Um, and, and I just I, I feel like by by July, right within the next, which which July would be what tr uh, training camp, mm -hmm. camps and whatever. I guess by, by July one would assume that things are going to be in a in a in a much in a better position but like, there's going to be a second wave in the fall there is well there is well we'll see, we'll see on one hand it's like even like if there isn't then then the, fantastic the, the talk is all for naught but if not it depends on what kind of second wave we're talking about because we are obviously we're we're a bit more prepared now than we were in the first like when the when this first wave happened like we were kind of we were absolutely not i, I don't think anybody saw this shit coming any no country in the world saw this coming the way that it did and like now i think we're, we're a lot more prepared in that we have more reliable tests we have um you know we have more supply we have supplies we have ventilators we have all, like a lot the, the 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 hospital systems there's the hospital there's more there's better hospital systems in place so i don't i don't think that it's going even if there is a spike i don't think that it's going to affect us in the way that like hmm. it would have been march or yeah, I don't think it'll be as bad, but what I do think is that we're not going to go back to any sort of relative normalcy to the world we lived in before this till there's a vaccine. Once depends, I, I don't know. Because um, what about herd, we have herd immunity? That could be a factor Yeah, as but well. they're already saying that your immunity gets lost within a couple of weeks, and they've found people that have had it, um, and then a couple of weeks later they get it again. The herd immunity thing doesn't, I don't believe in it. Or I think it does, well, they have a test so I can see if you have antibodies for it. And I right. think some people might not be getting the anti. It's probably like the flu, you know, in, in that sort of scenario, too. And then another thing, just as a virus tends to get older and like it's spreading out, the way that works is it usually gets less severe over time. Maybe, but I don't know about true. this one. No, that, that's true with any virus because if it kills people, the virus isn't going to be spreading as fast. So it creates this effect where, you know, it gets out there longer. It, it becomes a less deadly form. Mm. I think that could, 
that could take effect. And then also, you know, we actually have drugs now like hydrochloroquine, the other, there's another one, and it's getting more and more accepted to start using these drugs. States are starting to allow it to be used. So I think that could also, and when you use these drugs, there's like what, like a 90, like people who are on the brink of death in many cases use these drugs and they ended up feeling better. So I think that could dramatically lower the impact of those who even have the virus. On top of the fact that we now have better, you know, people are taught like medical professionals, you know, we have the infrastructure now to do conduct better uh, tracing of who has the virus. So I, I think even if like there's a resurgence, I don't think it's going to be as bad. I don't think it'll be as bad, but I think it might shake. It's going to shake things up. And I, it's again, I really don't know how people will react. Cause it really depends how bad it is. But I, the whole thing with school too is I was talking to my advertising professor about this, and he said there's from what he's feeling there's two groups of parents forming right now. There are parents that are too scared to send their kids to school, and they just won't send them. And then there are parents and kids alike that are just saying, even if it is online. I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to, I want my full four years of Penn State experience on campus. I'm going to take a gap year. I'm going to take some time off. I think that could hurt. He was saying, you know, we get like 10,000 undergrads, I think he said. He says uh, that we'll probably only have 8,000 if we we did all online or online in person, partially in person, whatever. But if it was all online, he said, yeah, probably not going to have as many kids. And I think... I think you could theoretically have uh, on-campus learning if you limit the class sizes because that, I think, could could become a big issue if it's spreading, depending on how bad it is at that point. And if you just had these classes that have capacity or something and one, like, maybe rotate, like, because, you know, you could live stream the class um, and then rotate, like, one group of students watches the live stream one day, one group watches, uh, comes in class, or maybe people don't even want to come in class. I mean, <laughs> so many people don't come to class anyways. Um, so it could work out, but, you know, people are still going to have socials, fraternities, and there's all kinds of other stuff that yeah. are large gatherings. I mean, again, they can't not have a football season. That's the yeah. crazy part. They just can't yeah. not have it. They have to have it. But how do you do it? in this environment. I think the only way is that they would limit capacity in the stadium, but they may not even do that. I don't know, but they, they will, you know, the three phases are instructing them to fall. Even in the, the final phase, they still have to follow CDC guidelines. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Maybe they'll have people in the stadium just wear masks or something, which that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny looking. I mean, you could have blue and white masks, you know, it could work, but I, I think everybody would have to wear a mask in the fall semester. I just, well, I don't see yeah. any other way not doing that. That would be a problem too, because some people have breathing difficulties. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I've had friends who have breathing difficulties, and like you know, if you're paying for college, like they have to accommodate people with those issues. Well, those people might have to do it online then. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the fall's a long way away. Who knows? It what's is. Gonna from here to now i i've heard mixed things about that immunity stuff i heard sweden's gonna go and try the uh, herd immunity approach we'll see how it works with them i guess but yeah and there's weird things i've heard about sweden it's like 
it just doesn't nothing's really adding up that uh, to be honest with you i don't even know what works and doesn't work there but we'll see um but well another thing i saw was people who smoke were actually less likely to get like symptoms of the like uh less likely to be infected by coronavirus what <laughs> I, I saw that i had, I had multiple sources because they, they actually looked at that and you would think but aren't the they more likely to die no because if you looked at in china those who are infected with coronavirus half the male population smokes but only like 21 percent of people infected with the coronavirus who are male were like smokers you're believing china's numbers even the u.s it was seen i don't buy that i don't I've buy seen, that i have seen multiple sources <laughs> and i'll pull some up because the most of the people that are dying have pre-existing conditions or uh, some well, bad lung like, conditions i they i've i've seen reports where smoking was like like people who smoke uh it actually had a revert like it did it had actually had a reverse effect what? um yeah <laughs> And then, uh, but vaping, vaping was still bad. Well, here's well, what's what the I'm, difference. Well, the problem is, well, the pro is, so, so and that's, uh, hold on, hold on, Alex. The, the, it's a bit, it's a bit deceptive because what you have, like a, a lot of the times, like, like, and we've talked about this a couple of times too, but like, um, you have these, um, you have like these bullshit vaping companies, like people that sell bullshit vape. And then like, they're getting fucked up and like there's no you know there's no regulation on it or whatever mm -hmm. and then so that so it's hard so it's different and it's difficult to you know keep an eye on that shit i mean i i don't know it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing but um well actually one thing reminded me of when you mentioned china there have been there have been people is, I, mean, I keep hearing the story go back and forth on this. Initially, you know, our government, other governments, and people in the media were saying, oh, the virus spread by somebody eating a bat. I never really bought that. And I'm not saying that in hindsight, but it always felt weird to me, like, enforced, like, that these wet markets have always been a thing, and just now there happens to be a virus spreading from it. Um, even though I still think the wet market should be shut down, like, completely. I think that, are... what, what is that? Doctors in France? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. There's a study. Hey, that's, your, that's Europe still. Yeah. Sacre bleu. Hold on, that's not the right I one. I smoke a cigarette in your restaurant while I make love to your <laughs> wife. Oh. some more than China, but there's one from Breitbart. I like there's how the, the headline says, mind-boggling study. Smokers appear less likely to be hospitalized with COVID-19. Let's, 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 let's deep dive into this. Let's fact check this. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of trust Breitbart. Um, but what I was saying was, you know, then a bunch of intelligence officials and agencies were then saying it came from the Wuhan lab. And then they were kind of backtracking that. And now I think they're kind of going back on that again. I, look, the intelligence agency is a totally uncredible source, but I think it is still credible to say it's highly possible it came from that fucking lab. It's too coincidental that there was a what lab in Wuhan, it got shut down or whatever. Well, the doctors got I in mean, trouble sure. there. People need it, it leaked out of the lab. Like, you know, it, I think it came from that lab without a doubt. 
I mean, keep 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 in mind, intelligence is a game of smoke and mirrors. You know, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of hide and seek as far as what they know or what they want people to know. Yeah, what people not to know. Like, it's a game. It's a it's a twenty four seven game. So, I mean, we just and it's like, and that's another and that's a re another reason why it's so hard to trust, like big corporate uh, news outlets like MSNBC and. CNN because they're like because they're playing they're playing the game too oh like, yeah you know so so you really do like if you're trying to trust uh, news like you you got to go with the independent you know you got to go with independent journalists and stuff so it's tough with news but I don't know this is this is very interesting though I'm... but it's only measuring people in China I I'm not gonna believe any numbers from China there was one in um what was it. It was in France, right? Mm -hmm. I would have there's, to see that one okay. too. Well, I think if I posted two ones, there's one from Breitbart and one from. Oh, BGR. I see it now. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Let's check this shit out. Let's check the French. But you would think you would see significantly more people who are with smoking because, one, they're probably more likely to be outside without a mask. And two, you know, what they were saying is it would make your lungs bad, but you you were not seeing those results. And there are people that are like testing using uh that like nicotine itself, the substance was found to possibly have some effects. So I can we have a beneficial side effect that might actually help prevent a novel coronavirus infection altogether. That doesn't mean you should take up smoking, okay. Uh but substance in cigarettes could prevent some people from new disease. Um Okay, this is already confusing. Smoking doesn't guarantee that you won't get a COVID-19. Why does this website keep moving? This is annoying. Um, won't get a COVID-19 infection, and smoking can make a COVID-19 infection worse for you. But French doctors observed that fewer COVID-19 patients were smokers than they were expecting. Uh, da, 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 da. They observed 480 patients who tested positive, 350 of whom were hospitalized. Of those admitted, 4.4% were regular smokers, while 5.3% of people who were released had smoked. Median age was 65. Hmm. Well, maybe... I don't know what to make of all this, honestly. It honestly sounds like, based on these studies, which... I think this needs to be studied more when this is all said and done to get a better sense of things. But it sounds like smokers, for some reason, aren't getting it. But when they do get it, it's worse for them. Well, hold on. Let's see. Before it was... Hey, while those with less symptoms... Da, 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 so he seems to confirm the findings. Well, I thought it said it was like they were less likely to get the, the heavy symptoms. It says smoking can make a COVID-19 infection worse for you. Well, it says it can't... Well, yeah, it says it can. But it doesn't say that was seen over And there. then the last paragraph kind of says what I just said. As with other COVID-19 studies, more research is required. And as with other studies detailing potential treatments for the coronavirus, you shouldn't take medicine in your own hands. Yeah, don't drink bleach, guys. Do not start smoking using a nicotine patch just because of well, theory. Who wrote well, this article? Oh, oh we, should, we should talk about... Um, oh, the person? Of bleach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, let, let's let's set the stage. Trump told people 
to drink bleach to stop the coronavirus infection. So somebody made their husband or whatever it was uh, drink bleach. And it's because of Trump, right? Right? People, it's because of MSNBC. And honestly, if you're stupid enough to drink bleach, you know, well, it's... they didn't even listen to it. They didn't even listen to what Trump said. They listened to what CNN and like Buzz. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, over the last couple of days, we found out that that lady is, is being investigated for murder. Hmm. Hmm. How it, about that? It, it it's almost like there's more to the story. Like yeah, no, because because as well, well when the story came out, it was like oh, the like like MSNBC and CNN they were jumping on the fuck Trump bandwagon, and they were like oh, the, this is this is misinformation uh, that Trump is giving out, and people are dying because of it, and then come to find out that like 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 they originally said that this was a trump supporter and they believe like they believed that what trump said and then so they drank this they drank the fish fish tank cleaner and then so and it was a woman uh, so believe all women yeah she couldn't be lying so here. so come to find out as we moved on in life we found we found out that uh the woman was not a tr not a Trump supporter. In fact, uh, she donated to Democratic candidates and was a Trump basher, uh, and also was having uh, you know marital issues with her husband. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's not very nice, is what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> to put it uh, mildly. And so. You add all that together, and we have a now we have a situation where it looks like she's being investigated for murder. And I gotta say, it look it sounds like it makes sense. Sounds like it makes sense. Like, yeah, I, that's what I think exactly happened. She just used it as history, a blame. There's a history of domestic abuse there. There's like some weird like look, she's kind of nuts. Okay, like let's. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, she might be guilty. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Total BS. Um, speaking of women, I want to hit two women I guess topics. Number one, have you guys seen our new beautiful Christian Sharp Smart press secretary? No, I didn't. Kaylee McEnany is fantastic. If anybody hasn't seen her press conferences. What was that? She is hot too. She she is she's beautiful on camera. Um, I'm just saying. Well, I don't know what it is about Republican women, but they are just hotter. Um, and she was always sort of like one of Trump's like spokespeople in the in the media. I guess you could say like she would come on CNN, defend Trump, come on all these shows and defend Trump, and she kind of worked her way up. And she was heavily involved with the campaign, doing a lot of things. But she got her press secretary gig when I heard that. I mean, I, we mentioned it on this show, I think, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. I, I was pretty optimistic, but she delivered perfectly. It was a perfect press conference, perfectly done. I mean, she was smart, sharp, using technology. She was using the TV there, which I really liked. Because um, she was the one, I think, that was behind that video that Trump played in front of the media, exposing him for all the... Um, 
all their lies about coronavirus and all their false predictions. Um, it made them all squirm when he played that. So she's totally upgraded the press and communication game at the White House. It's it's fantastic. And they hate it. They absolutely hate her. You can tell they just can't stand her. And she stood up for our boy Michael Flynn. Oh, that's something we can talk about too. Michael Flynn did nothing wrong. He did absolutely nothing wrong. The FBI set him up, framed him, got him fired deliberately. Um, Because new documents came out where they literally talked about, oh, should we um, be nice to him or should we get him to lie and get him fired? They literally said something almost like basically along those words it's pretty astonishing like i i even initially thought flynn screwed up and then i saw that and i realized nope he didn't screw up one bit he was totally framed he did nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong Mm -hmm. yeah so so is he getting a new trial or what's 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 going on with that uh that's a good question i'm not sure i do know roger stone there's another update on all of this roger stone is going to get a new he's i think he's appealing his case yeah. hopefully he has enough money and connect and get through but i hope Tr- trump pardons both these people at some point like it needs to happen um i don't think flynn has done anything yet but trump has been coming to his defense and stone's defense too so we'll see i mean it's pretty damning what's in those documents it's it's damning the fbi is beyond corrupt mm-hmm. yeah well, i mean this was this was the you know this was the establishment fbi they were they were doing the bidding of you know establishment democrats Mm -hmm. this is uh this is what they were doing like this it's good i mean well it's always what happens look this is what happens when you put somebody like obama in office they're gonna they're gonna put judges in they're gonna ruin the law the the, our law and they're gonna put in like they're gonna put in fbi personnel that are gonna ruin your liberties they're gonna ruin your right ruin your rights you know, so just keep that in mind whenever you decide to want to put another Democrat in office. Well, I'm curious, and nobody's asking this question, at least not yet. Why did they go out of their way to target Flynn like this? I mean, there are so many other people around Trump, but they specifically went for Flynn, and they specifically, you know, said that, oh, should we frame this guy? Should we make him lie? The, I, I don't know, I know he was on, he had some uh, sort of a conflicts um, and sort of a disagreements with the CIA uh, when he was, I forget what he was in the Obama administration, but he, he had some tense relations with the CIA and it sounds like Obama too. So maybe this was a way of getting back at him and screwing Trump and, you know, a double whammy. But it, it, that's what I want to really know is why do they specifically go after Flynn? I mean, cause well, you know why? No, I don't. That's why I'm asking it. No, Trump. Yeah, but it's why exactly not? Well, well, but there's so many other people in his circles. Why didn't they go after all these other people? No, because he was the he was the Security Council. If I could get if I could get you if I can nail your Security Council, uh, that's probably the biggest. That's probably the biggest fish. Because like like the Security Council is really important to a campaign and to an administration. Like if I could take that out, 
I could like that could be this that that could be a domino effect if if I play my cards right. It's just that of course the Democrats are shit and they don't know how to play their cards. But you know that's another story. Well, that was, that was the one thing I was kind of thinking was that because of Trump's very um, aggressive anti-intervention foreign policy and his uh, America First foreign policy that maybe that was very troublesome to the elites and. They want to keep that out, but I don't know. To me, I, I don't think it's so simple. I think there's more. There's something we don't know, or that's something that's not being connected yet. Because there's so many other people uh, around Trump that I'm shocked didn't get this much. I mean, Roger Stone makes sense because he's a political operative, very influential guy, but they didn't go after Steve Bannon like this. They didn't go after. Um, Trying to think of some of the other people on the original Trump team, uh, like his some of his economic people, maybe. Um, what's that guy's name? Mnuchin. There were so many other people they just didn't go after this aggressively, and I. But it's not, but it, it's it's because he's a security council. He's so he's going to be the main guy handling a lot of, you know, a lot of the classified important shit. Like there's a lot, like a there's a lot that 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 goes into what someone in Michael Flynn's position did like this, this was, this was a strategic move. Mm. This was a strategic move by the debt for, by the F well, the democratic controlled F FBI. They knew, they knew exactly what they were doing. Hmm. I guess, I mean, I don't know much about the position really or what it really entails, but that makes sense. Um, shoot, there's something else I was thinking of. Oh, women. How, what do we think about Tara Reid? Do we think she's lying? Do we think she's um, Joe uh, Me Tutor? What do we think? I think that I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know because we're not. She's not getting the same treatment that uh, Christine Blasey Ford had. So, but believe all women. Wow. Believe all women. We need to believe right. her without a question of a doubt. I think she's much more credible than Blasey Ford, and I feel that what is being done to her is hypocritical from the Democrats who were trying to like, I don't even see where their argument is because this stuff has been documented since the nineties. The Blasey Ford stuff literally came up as soon as Kavanaugh was running. So you can't even really compare the two of those. Like she is incredibly more credible than Blasey Ford. But you know, on the one hand, I agree that, you know, we should go and fight fire with fire and we should go and hold the Democrats to their own standards. On the other hand, I think it still needs to come, it needs to get played out. I'd like to go and see Biden get the same exact treatment as Kavanaugh. Yeah, Chevy Kavanaugh style trial. Yeah, I agree. And if and I really don't see where people are getting off saying that they that this is somehow you know, less credible than what Blasey Ford was saying when there's been substantial like some some substantial evidence that she probably like that this is one this came up years and years beforehand like this wasn't just something that someone remembered out of the blue this is something that has been going on for years and people just haven't paying attention and when you go and look at biden like you know his creepy behavior it would not surprise me one bit if he was involved with uh some inappropriate conduct like just look at the stuff he's been doing with pictures grabbing people, touching people, you know, 
I think he deserves to be investigated, and I think he should be given the same, if not harsher, treatment than what Kavanaugh has gotten. I think Republicans need to start hitting that hard. There is a double standard in America, and the Republicans need to go and learn that when you when the shoe's on the other foot and they treat you like shit, you need to go and treat them just as bad, if not harder. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I it's it's a sh- it's a shame that it has to get to this point because it's like we're we're, we're dealing with like important issues. And they're obviously being politicized, but I mean, look, they made look with with Christine Blasey Ford. They made the standard, right? The Democrats made this standard where they were like, believe all women, all that stuff. I mean, I didn't agree with that, but hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it with one person, you gotta do it with everybody. Like you, you like this is what this is. This is why you're losing people like Rose McGowan, right? Oh yeah, you know, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you know. You got. You know, there's no way. There's no way people are going to take it. Like I do think it's funny though that, you know, you got, you got Samantha B who. Years ago, while she was on the Daily Show, made fun of Joe Biden for his creepy behavior, oh, and now shit. she's. And now she's sticking up for him. I think that's that's pretty, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Tells you she doesn't care. These people don't have any morals. They do not have any objective truth. This is all based on their own political goals by any means necessary. I've seen people make tweets saying, "If Joe Biden ass raped me, I would vote for him because fuck Donald Trump." Like these people, they Mm -hmm. they're trying to go and sound like you know politically correct and right. But when it comes down to it, they don't give a shit. They don't care if they're electing a rapist. You know, they already elected Bill Clinton. You know, so obviously they don't give a shit about that. They don't give a shit about morals. You know, they'll say that Trump's the most, like, the least presidential person. They don't care. These people do not care as long as they get a Democrat elected. They, They will vote for anybody, which leads me to kind of wonder if maybe this will be the death knell for the uh, Me Too movement. I I think this could definitely harm that movement as a whole. I've seen some people actually, like even some of the, I guess, more moderate Democrats are actually questioning this, Mm -hmm. this sort of behavior. And that's interesting. Like the best thing in the world is when the left fights the left, because when they get into these hypocritical sort of battles, you know, the moderates are the ones who see what's going on here. And same thing with the Republicans, like that happens too. Mm -hmm. But the left does a lot more because the Republicans are too afraid to fight hard. Yeah, in the majority of cases, and the Democrats they will fight tooth and nail, and they will use the most dirtiest tactics imaginable. And only and only recently have Republicans started to go and learn by their playbook and start to you know hit below the belt after they've been hit below the belt so many times their balls are made of steel. Yeah, uh, it's like I'll, I'll I'll say this like is is it me? Or I just all I ask this: Is it me, or do I feel does does all this put into perspective that Trump might be the best thing to happen to the Republican Party, maybe in decades? Oh, he absolutely is. Because look, look, over the over for for God knows how long, 
I've I've viewed the Republican Party as a bunch of pansies, as a bunch of like, you know, people who didn't fight. They they were just kind of did nothing, like just kind of took it took it on the chin and just gave their lunch away like the de- and and they would watch the democrats come in eat their lunch and walk the hell out like like with trump he's fighting back and because of that other people are fighting back and it, there, there's it, the the snowball effect is happening and we need to continue this trend like we need you mm-hmm. you, you got you got to fight you know you got to stand up for yourself you got to stand up for your you know your people you got to stand up for your beliefs like because if the other side had a chance to completely shut you down they would do it in a heartbeat like and and this is how you have to this is how you have to live i want to tie back in the rose uh, mcgowan things it's actually there's more to it that i just found so what she did say basically for anybody that hasn't seen it she basically said she's not a democrat anymore uh, who is obviously Rose McDonald's a big feminist Democrat, and she's now saying um, she's no longer a quote proud Democrat because the Democrats are downplaying the sexual assault allegations um, the terror reads made against Biden. And now uh, Westworld star Evan Rachel Wood is backing her up, both for notorious feminists. Um, and one thing I think that's interesting about this is you're now seeing, again, more infighting in the Democratic Party. But you're seeing that these people are feminists first, Democrats second. They are not, you know, that they are hard. These feminists are hardcore. This is the core of their uh, ideology. Um, and on top of that, uh, I've been looking more into the Tara Reid thing because she had two additional uh, people, I think, backing her. I'm trying to find this. Uh, two, two, two more people that like corroborate her story and say like, yeah. Uh, she told us about it. One of them was in 2008, and I think one of them was in... I forget when, when it was, but there's two more people corroborating that she told them, hey, this happened. Biden did this to me. Uh, we're going to have to dig more into that as more stuff comes out. But she was supposed to be on Fox News Sunday. She canceled, uh, and she said she was getting death threats and disturbing voicemails and all that. And I initially was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I believe that. But according to Fox News, they received two of the voice messages... Um, and one of the callers spoke, you know, left a voicemail, I guess, to Tara Reid, uh, and they said, uh, quote, hi, Mrs. Reid, this is Dave Johnson from The Observer, a small New York magazine, and then the voice, and it says, the voice says before laughing uncontrollably, Lair saying, quote, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, Trump 2020. So, you're getting somebody posing as a journalist, trolling her, and, you know, you're getting all kinds of stuff like this, it's, you know, I guess it's overwhelming her and she doesn't want to come into the public spotlight because she's just going to get more of this i tend to believe her now and she's told people about this story of what biden did to her they i think the story is basically that like she was up against a wall and biden uh like put his hand down her pants or something and uh touched her you know what i think that's the story or he did outside her pants but i think he touched her down there and then other people said he would make inappropriate comments about the way she looks and her legs and other stuff. 
Yeah. No, that's not surprising me at all. You no, oh, that's not. You could look on YouTube. You could look look it up on YouTube, and you can see that shit happening with other people. Yeah, that's not a fuck. That's not. That is not exactly uh, unique behavior. What I Biden. is that we don't have more good Republican propaganda artists these days. Yeah, because you could like honestly, you know, you could easily make like. A short, like one minute, like fucking propaganda video, just showing all the shit that the Democrats do. Like well, it's so easy these days. You like you just make a fucking slideshow, just like show like all the fucking shit, and, like put to a catchy tune. <laughs> a catchy like, tune. Yeah, like you ever see that one I showed you where it was like making fun of that dude from who like. Uh, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, Carly and like all well, other- so that's what the meme army is our meme team out there on the internet that that facebook and twitter and reddit are all silencing and shutting down that was what they did in 2016 and they did it beautifully that shit back go onto the chance go send to like fucking boomers fucking emails <laughs> email the boomers i think that like i saw an art like an ad on facebook about the left it. can't then the left can't meme at all like it is they, they don't have any meme game just- they just fucking terrible. Like, it's it's awful. Like, yeah, I mean that that inspired me to make a couple of memes today. Oh, those were good, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. Start making those on this fucking yeah. channel. Yeah, I should. I, I, I mean, I, I think it, did I retweet them? I think I just liked them. I should yeah. retweet them. Yeah, you you like. I mean, it's it, it's whatever. I mean, but it's like quality fucking original content we need to start making that right over here some fucking macros what are we fighting find the people show them how much of a dirtbag biden is show them how great trump is people you know they don't need us anymore if we can do that i think we will be doing our service to our country to donald trump to the real republicans not the fucking cucks yep and the fake conservatives that have info that have been in the fucking party and caused it to lose yeah we we ran into some fake conservatives that can't fucking meme either. Oh, yeah. What has the Republican Party done, like, before Trump? What has the Republican Party really stood for? You know, like, from Reagan to now, it's, like, lower taxes. And war. Lower taxes, war, and slowly giving ground. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like they've, they, they believe, they have their set of beliefs, but they're really not willing, they really weren't willing to fight for them. Like... They're willing to let the the Democrats walk basically all over them, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. It took Trump. It took it literally took Trump coming in and and starting standing up for them, right? There's, well, that's what's I, so important about Trump is not just his presidency, but his influence. He is inspiring so many more conservatives with balls, young conservatives with balls to get into the game and actually make a difference. Look at Laura Loomer. She was a social media sensation. Now she's running for Congress and has a good shot of getting in. Mindy Robinson's another one, just got endorsed by Roger Stone, a pro-Trump um America First Patriot has a chance of getting in Congress too. Will they all make it? No, but it's in, I've never seen this before. We've never seen people who are just social media stars running for Congress, actually getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations and getting you know national media attention. Laura Loom was just in the New York Post. I mean, it, it, the Trump revolution is a generational shift for the Republican Party. And look, 
as you were just saying, like we've dealt with these cucks that can't meme, these cucky establishment Republicans, and they are just the worst, and they need to go. But they're not going to give up their power, and they're not going to give up their position easily, as we've seen. They, they do some downright awful stuff that none of us could even conceive of doing. Um, but th- those people are what's in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have the balls to fight. They don't stand for anything other than to benefit themselves. Like, that's a lot of these country club conservatives. That's the only reason they vote Republicans, because they'll save them money. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they don't have a fucking soul, some of them. A lot well, of the, this fight that we do, like this fight that we do, it's 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 a culture war. It yes. really it, it is really a culture war because like we aren't so much in it for ourselves. Like we're not none of us are, you know. And none of us we want to get into we politics we as poli- in the yeah. government. Yeah, we're not we weren't poli sci majors. We have no interest yep. in being in politics. We're not doing this. We're doing this for really for y'all. Like we're doing this for y'all. Cuz like I I mean Look, 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 look at on the camp, like on the campus, like we, how many, how many college kids are, are you telling me like at a, in a main campus with like 40 plus thousand kids, you, you're telling me that there's only what a hundred conservatives on that campus. I, I, no, no. I'm actually shook to the fucking contra-pelican meetings like 20. Yeah. It's a, and yeah. it's all, it's not true conservatives. It's establishment yeah. conservatives. Yeah, half of fucking Democrats in disguise. They need some like like these people are looking for a place, right? The, these conservatives are looking for a place where they can go, and they know that they can at least be defended, like because because you're risking a lot, right? These conservatives risk a lot going to these meetings, right? Yeah, you know, you're, you're being ousted as a republic. You're being ousted as a Republican and, and you're getting every label that comes with it, you know? Mm-hmm. They're 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 falsely accusing you as a racist, sexist, homophobe, all that, you know. That well, there's we have to protect that I would say we have to stand up for them too. Like we gotta stand up for ourselves, but we gotta stand up for them too. Yeah. Because that is how we grow this thing. That's how we make it, you know, that's how we make an impact. And you, and, and unfortunately we have a whole bunch of people that are in this for themselves. This is, you know, that this is the culture war. You know, we got people that are in, that are in it for themselves versus the people that are really in it for everybody else, you know? And, and this is, this is part why I love Trump so much. He's not, I, I really don't, I don't believe that he's in this thing for himself at all. Like yeah. he's, he's a, he's a, he's a fucking billionaire. Like he, he didn't have to do this shit. He didn't have to, he didn't have to do this presidency thing. He gave, he's, he's, he, he's taking no money. Like he's donated all of his money. In fact, he's made more He's made donations. He's probably coming out of this thing with way less money than when he walked in. Like he's he's there's good purpose, and it's showing in his pocketbook, right? And 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 that's where you know that that's kind of what draw that's kind of what continues to draw me to Trump. I'm like, look, I I just don't believe that he's in this for himself. Because if he was, I mean, he wouldn't be doing this shit. Like if he was really selfish and in this thing for himself, he wouldn't have even been in this fucking job to begin with. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. And the thing too is, um, uh, actually I'll just talk about the, so I can close these articles down. I want to clarify the thing about Tara Reed. Two more people, according to the AP, uh, corroborate her allegations. That brings it to a total of four people that have said that she has talked to them about sexual harassment or sexual assault from Biden. Um, and one of the things, one of the claims she's making is that, quote, I remember talking about him wanting me to serve drinks because he liked my legs, he being Biden, and thought I was pretty and made me uncomfortable. I know that I was too scared to write about the sexual assault. Um, and then there's the other one. I'm trying to find if it says in this article about how Biden touched her. That's a really bad one. But because um, I want to wrap this up, I'm going to go back to what you were saying, Phil, because that is important. But um, if anybody hasn't checked it out yet, Mika Brzezinski from Morning Joe did a interview with Biden. It was the first one since the allegations came out uh, recently. And... You would think it's Morning Joe, anti-Trump Morning Joe. They're going to softball Biden. They're going to give him a pass. But Mika did the interview, which is a smart play, having Mika, a woman, do the interview. Mm -hmm. She, who I normally can't stand her, she did a stellar job with that interview. It was tough, okay. and she kept pushing and pushing. Biden was good for the first few minutes. I'll admit, he was good, but... After that, oh my God, he was a disaster. He got angry and sort of snippy and snappy. And he had some really, like when they brought up the University of Delaware stuff, he like laughed, which is really weird. And University of Delaware, that's... Okay, I, he spent some time in the University of Delaware. I forget what exactly, but there are archived records there of his time at the University of Delaware. Apparently it's like 1,800 boxes. Or 1,800 files. or so. it, They said 1,800-something. There's Senate files that he is going to be unsealed. But when they brought up the University of Delaware stuff, Mika was asking, so why can't you let a team of investigators look through those files and look for Tara Reed's name? And he kept saying, like, well, well that's not necessary. I don't... You know, he was kind of, like, shifting it. And he didn't want to... He basically... it's the, the vibe I was getting, and you have to rewatch it. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he didn't want people looking in those files. So I don't know what's really in there. It might even not be related to the sexual assault stuff. But I have a good feeling that there's probably... The key to this whole thing is probably in those University of Delaware files. Um, but the thing is also that he... He's... um He... he in that interview, I know... He was very rehearsed in the beginning. You could tell they they knew how he'd already rehearsed lines to deny this, but just from a persuasion communication perspective, how he totally failed this was he never pivoted. He kept on this issue. When Trump did his apology video for when the Access Hollywood tapes came out, the whole infamous ground by the pussy comments, Trump was so smart in his video where most of the video is not even talking about that. He apologizes for it, you know, and says you know, what, what he needs to say, and then pivots to, I've been going around the country, I've been talking to people, we need to get back to bringing jobs back, controlling borders, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then he goes on the attack. He attacks Hillary and Bill Clinton for abusing women, for Hillary defending Bill, and abusing uh, all these women that accuse Bill and harassing them. That was how, That's how you do it. Biden never did that. He could have spun it as, you know what? You know, I did nothing wrong, yada, yada, yada. 
But remember who's running against me. Donald Trump. Donald Trump has bragged about groping women. Da, 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 da. Obviously, I don't believe that, but that's a Democrat talking point. He could have done that. He never did that. It was a total disaster. Yeah, yeah he's um, not really surprised. I think his mental capacity for quick, snippy thinking has deteriorated. Like, honestly, I think yeah. he's somewhere along the, um, you know, like, what you call it, like dementia train. Like, Trump's on the Trump train to fucking success. Bill Clinton, he's on the train to the old folks' home. <laughs> like, he really should not be running right now. Like, if he, I don't know why in the world they would allow him to win. Like, it took, like, there's a reason when the person he was running with, Obama, did not endorse him until he already pretty much had it in the sack anyways. Yeah. That's telling you something. Yeah. I'm not sure they have much of a choice now, though. I know. I think I think they're screwed. Like because it's like you're already, we're like, already in the primaries. Like we're already in the primaries, and everybody else has dropped out. It's like you're you're they're they're stuck with them. Like the only the only other alternative I could see would be if, like Joe Biden were to drop out or whatever, or just like, you know, then what happens? Like you know. And he won't drop out. Like they're, like you said, they're stuck with him. He's got all these big endorsements, all the big money behind him. It's that's why they're gonna. I, I, honestly, I like seeing it because he's taking, he's staying, and he's taking down every other fucker with him. I mm -hmm. love it. I love it. Also, do you think the Democrat establishment will allow that to happen, though? Allow what? Now here's like conspiracy theory. Ooh. What if the Democrats, you know, they see what's going on here. The only way they could realistically change the candidate would be if Joe Biden, he's uh, put out of the picture, so to speak. They can't. How, if, how would know, they do it? You know, if he gets Epstein treatment. Oh. Mm. Oh, we're going real. We're going real conspiratorial. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't something like that if they know that there's no way he could win again like if you know let's say they find out there's some stuff in in those documents well, I mean, if who, they know like they might go to do something well like who that. got the second most votes bernie do you yeah. really want to give it to bernie now and if you don't give it yeah. to bernie oh my god uh, what they'll do what they'll do i think i think what they'll do is the they'll give the they would probably, if they were going to do it, they would have to give him the nomination. They give Biden the nomination, and then Biden steps it's down. Virus. Oh. And then, but, but no, but then Biden steps down, and I, and and like his VP would. It's all like about the VP, VP, which is Kamala right. Harris. You know that Did he actually, she actually accept it. Well, no, but that's who it's going to be. Could be Hillary. I don't bull I don't think that would ever happen. If that ever happened, that'd be first of all, I'd be hilarious. But Michelle Obama. Michelle would be interesting. That would be an interesting play. That would be an unexpected, but because she's a university beloved uh, figure in the Democratic Party, maybe the only one. You know, if they put her up, that'd be interesting. They would never do Hillary. You would never nominate a loser for vice president. Well, they nominated her for president after she ran unsuccessfully a few times beforehand. Yeah. But I don't go for Hillary. I think they would go for Kamala or possibly, you know, I think maybe even Michelle. Like, that would probably be interesting because Kamala has a lot of 
skeletons or closets. Michelle, she really wasn't involved in politics too much. Everyone, but everyone knows the Obama name and everyone yeah. and like pretty universally loved. I think that's what could happen. Like I, I could see this happening as, you know, maybe Biden contracts coronavirus <laughs> and mysteriously like because that would be an easy way. There wouldn't be a lot like no one would be like, oh, you know, because it, it, it can happen realistically, you know, and maybe he, you know, he passes away due to complications. And, you know, maybe years later, we'll find him on some island in the Pacific. He's just chilling. Yeah, maybe, who knows? I mean, he goes to a retirement home. I don't know. The Democrats are scummy people. I wouldn't be surprised. But if they could get rid of Biden... You know, if he ends up passing away from coronavirus or maybe someone, you know, they shoot him with an assault rifle, <laughs> you know, and then they can go and use that as a push for gun control. control yeah. It's a you double know, whammy. You know, it, I, I think coronavirus though, would probably be the most realistic one. I don't think I, it would happen either way because you would have such a messy convention. It would be total chaos. Nobody would be happy. They would guarantee a Trump victory no matter who they put up, unless it's Michelle, but even, I mean. I think what would happen, those people would feel bad for, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, that's not fair if Trump just gets to go unopposed. They should go and do something so at least say, like they would try to, it would muddy the waters. It would be like at that one debate when they decide to go and have the other debater leave at the last second. It oh, would, yeah. <laughs> it would be one of those sort of dirty tactics where you couldn't really call them out on. And, you know, you know, cause you can't predict that someone's going to die of coronavirus or, you know, pass away mysterious, you know, whatever manner they want to go and have him pass away. Mm-hmm. I think that's, if it gets, I don't, I don't think they do it right now, but I think if it looks so bad, like if, it's clear to them that he has no chance against Trump. They, the deep Democrat state would probably try something and it would go for a woman and it would either be Kamala or it would be Michelle Obama. Kamala. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it. there's been stranger things. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that were to happen. I mean, the coronavirus, you know, and wanting like he could just pass away from that anyways i mean we've had other leaders from other countries pass away from coronavirus well that's okay i want to bring that up actually more fake news from cnn that kim jong-un is now officially not dead i guess um there have been pictures uh sent out showing him alive i would like to see some video first but i don't think he's dead at all i think it's just fake news from cnn i don't know that you, you can't really trust anything you get from North Korea. You like can't. It, it's so filled with propaganda. You know, it's complete BS. He could have died. He could have not have died. I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows. I mean, maybe a coup's going to happen soon. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they want the sister to run, I guess, for reasons. Yeah, she's definitely the next in line. But I don't, like, no matter who you're going to get, I don't care if it's a woman, I don't care if it's a man, I don't care if it's a fucking unit. If they have anyone from North Korea running, they're going to want to, they're going to keep doing the same shit year after year. Mm-hmm. The way anything can really happen with North Korea is if we can get China to stop supporting them. And right. you know what? Now, maybe now, with all this coronavirus shit, something could happen. With everyone eyeing up China... Maybe some concessions will be made. 
Because if China stops defending them, they don't really have any other allies. That's true. Um, but China doesn't want their people coming into their country. But then again, they probably have some more room now thanks to um, their uh, corona death count. What? If the, the, their corona death count is, is super low. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I It was just, you know, uh, I, I must have been reading fake news. There's, there's no way. They, they have the lowest numbers. They handled it beautifully. Well, we, That's what the we, WHO we told me. We total we could totally trust China and their totally honest uh, information. Very very honest. Very, very authentic. Uh, forth, very authentic. Very forthcoming. <laughs> Freaking China, man. That's why I believe the lab theory. But um, I want to turn the gears back though to when we we're talking about establishment Republicans. How frustrating it is dealing with those people. You, I, I will mention something that happened. Um, in our circles, in the college Republicans group, me, I started talking about Alex Jones, and holy shit, did the cucks get triggered, man. And people that even weren't cucky, necessarily, that were just sort of your normal CR members, whatever that even means, were absolutely silent during the whole thing. Wasn't that weird? And even one of them, their ex, one of their ex-board members, who left in disgrace, he admitted that he because when i was at cpac a little context to it when we were at cpac i saw owen schroyer from infowars about to interview somebody i think maybe alex was around at the time i don't know but it was definitely on the same day that both of them came into cpac this cuck from college republicans this hack came up uh to owen and like behind his back said fuck infowars and it's like nasty tone and then kept walking. I don't even know if Owen even heard it. Um, but I thought, geez, like, what's your problem, dude? I mean, the InfoWars crew has been the nicest, most fun people at CPAC by far. They were super cool. They were like family. It was great. I mean, my respect for them just went up tremendously. Regardless of what you think of them, they're, they're just nice people. And I mentioned this in the group me, and this person had left the group me, but then they came back after one of their buddies told them what I said, and they just started going on a rant against me. Like, oh, Alex Jones is so awful. He endangers people. He, he, you know, it was like crazy. And I got, I was asking, like, okay, what does what Alex Jones say? Is that protected under the First Amendment? They said yes. And I said, well, do you think then that big tech was right to ban them? kind of dodged the question because he went he did the whole well they're private companies they could do whatever they want i'm like come on dude that 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 that's a you're dodging me give me a straight up answer so and then he finally said if he was in charge of these big tech companies he would have banned alex jones a conservative said this a quote-unquote conservative or should i say marco rubio supporter the fucking party they need to fucking go yeah we need to have a fucking purge of the republican party with these sorts of people because you know, tell them to go vote fucking independent. I don't care. If you have no balls, you have no right to be in the Republican Party. Well, I've heard he's a frequent flyer at the college independence meetings. Well, I bet. You know, spineless piece of shit. You know, perfect. Perfect can't make up his fucking mind. Yeah. He was a this Marco is, Rubio supporter. I know that for certain. This is what we're trying to get rid of. This is what we're trying to get rid of people. Like, mm-hmm. we're trying to get rid of these spineless people. Because this is this is not, we're not gonna get shit done with these fucking people. We gotta get rid of them. 
Uh, if we really want to do what we're trying to do, get rid of them. You know yeah. what we should gonna do is like make maybe a, like yeah that organization like have it have a uh, college Republican watch where we'll go <laughs> and find the CR groups that are like full of cucks and just name and shame them. Yes. Like the uh, like the reported teacher, but for like CR the professor exactly. watch list, but it's like the cuck watch list. Yeah, yeah, no, because they need to have some like show them who the fuck is you know doing all this because that, that's not right. Well, and is... I, know, I know these people. I've known them for fucking years. They're piece of shit. They have no spine. They they are the country club Republicans. And they should just go and stay in their fucking country clubs because all they yeah. do is start drama and drive people out. They don't actually put any work to do anything. Like I've never seen them actually like campaigning for people that aren't Democrats. Like I've seen them more help Democrats than Republicans. And I know this person didn't vote for Trump. I think he even admitted he wrote in Paul Ryan in 2016. He wrote in Paul Ryan. Like honestly, if I was in charge of Republicans and I heard that you did something like that, I would. I mean, I won't kick anyone out, but I would definitely like not. Uh, do whatever I can to go and like make you feel uncomfortable. Hold there. them accountable. That's right. what it is to me. You hold them to their word, and you and you tell them like, "Dude, Trump was our nominee. Why the fuck didn't you vote for him?" Yeah, he wants the Democrats. So that's that's the thing that pisses me off with like these independents and like some members of the fucking of the uh, what's that the libertarian cell. These bullshit candidates who will never in a thousand years get more than like ten percent, and all it does is fuck over Republicans. Yeah, that's all it does. No and, point to it. It's just virtue signaling. And they don't learn. I okay. You're, you, now you're gonna get me on my rant. I put okay. Justin Amash, who I hate. He's one of the few people I genuinely hate in Congress. He. This is a guy that started off saying. Uh, I, I, I think Trump should be impeached. Uh, he, he's a bad guy. He broke the Constitution. And then he goes and he switches parties. Well, well first, he got heckled the shit out of as town hall. His district hates him after that. He switches to independent, f- runs over to CNN to do an interview about how he, how the Republican Party has changed. It's not the same. They don't care about liberty. And I do, because I'm just an Amash. I, I'm so smart. I mean, look at me. I'm so, I'm so just, I'm just the, the true conservative here. I'm the true libertarian. I defend our freedoms and constitution. So much so that I'm going to become an independent kiss-ass on CNN and other Democrats. And so he's making the rounds, and the Democrats love him, okay? I got into an argument about this with somebody on Facebook, and they were like, oh, what are you talking about? CNN, the Democrats don't love him. Yes, they do. It's just like when the right loves when somebody leaves the left, and they make the rounds, and you're like, oh, you left the left. That's so amazing, and you prop them they, up. They liked They liked Mitt Romney, right? When they he loved did the whole him. Fucking, when, he, when he voted for the impeachment investigation or whatever, or the impeachment charges or whatever. They 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 liked Richard Spencer when he was talking about <laughs> Donald Trump, right? I'm well, like, is because he makes Republicans look bad. You yeah, know? that's it. It hurts you. They are your enemies. CNN, like, yeah. if I ever got to that position in my life where I was like influential enough and had the opportunity to be like talked to by like interviewed by CNN, I would do any like unless I was like Trump level where you kind of have to go and you know or like an actual elected official, like unless I was at that level, I'd tell them to suck a cock. Yep. 
you know, interview someone else. I don't play into your fake news. I'd avoid them like people on the left avoid InfoWars. That's what well, I was I, telling I think, my... I think, liber... I think liberty... libertarians are a bunch of fantasy writers anyway. I just, uh, like, I just, I just don't think, I feel like. They need like to grow not, up. They need yeah, to grow they, up. They're like, they're, they're, these are, these are just people, these are just like fucking weirdos that probably, like, like, Barry well, Gold, Barry Gold in their backyard or some shit. Cause like, uh, yeah. If we had a system in the United States that was like Europe and stuff where they don't have first past the post and you could actually, you know, coalition and stuff. Okay, I could. I would actually probably hold you know these independent like these fucking uh, libertarians a lot in high regard. But the current the current truth of the matter is, it's a winner take all, loser take none situation. Mm -hmm. Every vote that is not for Republican is a vote the Republican. And honestly, I, I do wish that we would go and like change the election system, but it ain't happening right now. Who is going to vote for that in Congress? Nobody, because that's how they get elected. But honestly. I, I, like that would be very interesting if we lived in there, because I imagine the Democratic Party wouldn't exist at that yeah. point. Well, I mean, you probably wouldn't, but the Democrats definitely wouldn't, because you would just have them splinter off into their own like special fucking groups. Because you think like the, uh, you know, the women, the the feminist party would want anything to do with like the Sharia compliant party. No. So no, we you have chill. we have the best. We have we have the the. We, I'm sorry. We have the best election system in the world yeah the, I agree. the con the, the con the, look it's it, it's it's about as good as it's gonna get and especially like like i don't i'm sorry i don't trust i don't trust whoever decides they want to change the fucking system i don't trust them i, think I don't trust it yet to a I, I think there's benefits in you know some of these other systems that yeah have. i mean there's pros and cons because uh, I, I like I mean, I mean, this is this is about as good as it's going to get. Like, you're you're not going to get better. Realistically, you're not getting better. I mean, mm -hmm. are there good ideas out there? Sure, but are they good enough to be actually put into fruition? Fuck no. Mm -hmm. There's too many greedy. No, you. There's too. It's it's just like capitalism, right? It's got. It's like in on paper, socialism seems like a good idea until you actually open your eyes and act like a fucking grown up, right? Then you realize, oh wow, there's actual like like there's there's actually greedy fucking people that that live in this what? world. What? And the only way, and and look, and and capitalism forces people like like it it forces people to be in a competitive nature as it is supposed to be like that is how that that's how you make it that's how you make an economy work you don't like like this marxist communist bullshit it's not gonna fucking fly because you need business to succeed well no i'm anywhere. asking communism or marxism right, right. we have a system other than first past the post Right, but but I'm saying, but, but what I'm saying is uh, like the the fact that look, we have electorals, we we have, um, you know, we give we give the small like we give, you know, the rural areas a vote, you know, but uh, important votes too. Like they have a say in our elections process. One wouldn't do anything with that. I just I would like a system where you know. 
we would have we would be able to go and realistically have like ten different parties, and then you would be able to go in coalition with them like other countries do. That way, the cucks can have their own party, and then we can choose to or to not coalition with them and effectively drive them out without like but here's the thing like that would be ideal but the thing you gotta do is not work against the system work within the system and that's what trump did and he won no i mean right now i don't think it's gonna change but i think at some point in the future you know something might happen no it's it's not gonna change i don't don't know about it's been around 200 years ain't changing um the thing is i want to get back to mr amash the, the 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 like this is tying into what we just said. This is what my libertarian like. I, I pose. Oh, actually, let me go back and complete the timeline here. So Amash, you know, says he Trump should be impeached, switches parties, sucks CNN's cock, and then actually becomes independent, and then actually votes to impeach Trump. He voted on one of the articles of impeachment. He thinks Trump is impeachable. He thinks he should be removed from office basically um and then he now is saying he's going to run as a libertarian candidate for president holy shit people do they learn anything now there's only two things here there's only two possibilities either amash is a fucking idiot and thinks he can genuinely win which he can't now if he has half a brain he knows he can't win, and he's doing this to be a spoiler candidate uh, and to fuck Trump over because he hates Trump for some reason. And if he's doing that, he's a total phony. He doesn't give a shit about your my freedoms and my constitution. He's just doing it to fuck Trump. It's just personal, you know, whatever beef he has. And I, I posted on Facebook the article where he was talking about running, and I go, LMAO, what a loser. And I knew the libertarians would get triggered. I just knew it. But holy shit, libertarians, you guys are, you guys need to grow up. I saw libertarians, and they're old and young, that were defending the shit out of this guy, calling Trump a New York Democrat, an unconstitutional Democrat. And I'm like, you guys need to grow up. Just because somebody isn't perfect and falls every tiny little thing you want them to do doesn't mean you shouldn't vote for them and that they're unconstitutional and they're democrat and all these things and to go all the way to suck up to a mosh a guy that voted to impeach trump are you kidding me this guy's our enemy he's literally against right-wing conservative interests he some doesn't of these, some care of these guys are people so well some of these guys are people that hugged up to yang and hugged up to like yeah what principles you know, do you people other, have like they, they don't there's not. But There's we're not libertarians. We're so principled. Urgh. No, you're not. Yeah, it's you're like, not. It's not. It's it's. You you, I like that that Trump has moderate views. I'm not like, like yeah, me he's too. Not, he's he's. I mean, he's stuck up for a lot of conservative issues, but he has moderate issues, and that's fine. Like, look, nobody nobody like like the idea that somebody has to be strictly um strictly ride the party line that's just it's not it's not human it's just not human like people people evolve people think shit people you know you know they they live they learn and they develop their opinions and ideas or whatever you know and that's what trump has done over the over the course of his life 
and like and I, I i like that sort of thing like i like how somebody is able to change and somebody's able to like be open-minded you know, evolve you know yeah like the evolution of an individual like i just it's it's just not i like i don't i don't like when people just go oh i'm i'm a r or a d so now i have to think this this mm -hmm. way yeah this, that, that way I'm like look you you're, you're not really you're not thinking you're not really genuine you're you're not think you're 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 trapped in group think and you're not really a genuine person like you like it's okay it's okay to think for yourself it's okay to mm -hmm. be your own person yeah and the thing too is these these people i was arguing with a little bit they come up with the stupidest reasons to support amash and then they, they, they I, I wonder if they think he can win. I wonder if they genuinely think it. Because I know one of the people I was arguing with isn't voting for Trump. And one of them actually, this one libertarian dude, thought Amash could win. He's like, oh, he just has to win two states. And then there you go. Neither gets 270. Senate, uh, Congress votes in Amash. Boom, President Amash. I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Are you kidding yeah. me? You think they're going to, a Republican-controlled Senate, a Democrat-controlled House is going to vote for Amash? Are you kidding me? No. Like, are you these people, I, I, I used to tolerate libertarians and be fine with them and respect them to some degree. And I kind of just tolerate them. Now I am so annoyed with them because they don't realize the bigger picture here. They do not know how to play the game. They don't get, they don't want to win. They genuinely annoy the hell out of me they are so frustrating to deal with and they just oh god they, they need to grow up i can't put it any other way it sounds mean and harsh but it's true these people need to grow up and actually play this thing seriously to get something done and to get progress they, they think everything has to be perfect and if it's not perfect mm -hmm. then nope can't have it period it's yeah. baby steps nothing's gonna be perfect your perfect world get, is an ideal to strive towards. You like and this is this is a life lesson, okay? You're never going to get everything you want in this world. Mm -hmm. But if you work hard, you make the right decisions, and you and you make smart decisions, you can have a couple of the things that you want in this world. Yep. Okay? And that's not a bad gig. That's not a bad life to live. Um yeah, I mean, it's just, it just, it's not, it's not very mature to go. Ah, it's all or nothing. God damn it! You know? <laughs> Stop, dude. It's like, yeah. look, you, you, let's let's reel it in and uh, work toward getting something positive. You know, because if it's because if the other party has their way, you get nothing. Exactly. Right? So... And that's like what Alex said. Like a vote, a vote for third party. If you're a Republican or you're a right-leaning individual, okay, I'll keep it broad, my libertarian uh, children. If we're going to keep it broad and say that, a vote for a third party is a vote against Trump. You are helping Biden close the gap in some swing states. It's, it's, it's just simple math. And I told that to this one dude in the college Republicans, Jav, of course, who started coming out, who never talked before, and, and sees uh, Justin Amash and starts going, oh, I love Amash, he's so good, oh my god. And I'm like, dude, voting for third party is a waste of vote. They're never going to win, you're just helping uh, Biden. He couldn't see that. And he just said, well, I'm, I'm voting for what I believe in. I'm like, okay, I, 
you you can say that, but that's not the reality here. That's not what's happening. I mean, that's good and all, but that's not what's happening here. Yeah, yeah. They they don't understand politics. Nope, they don't. And then you always find out these people like they don't have steady jobs. They're you know they're kind of not really like I hate to put it this way, but they're kind of you know they they tend not to be the most normal people. And I, I look, I'm not normal, but they seem not they seem to be living in a little world of their own if you know what i mean uh-huh. it's yeah, kind of like the socialists yeah well they're, they're too idealistic i think yeah and i in another in you know not any other country i think they could coexist but i don't think in america that really works yeah and that's the problem you know if if you're gonna be playing the game over here you know it's like with hillary clinton you know you're playing the fucking game you know the rules these people don't understand the rules and they refuse to believe in that. And why do you think Democrats and CNN love libertarian candidates? They love them. It's because they take votes away from Republicans. And what I tell these people is because they they say, oh, we're just giving another choice. Oh, I'm like, you had your chance. It's called the fucking primaries. Like Rand Paul ran in the primaries and he didn't run third party because he at least had some sense in him to not fuck over Trump and take votes away from him. I mean, Gary Johnson probably took a few, but you had your chance in the primaries, and that's what they're for, and nobody wanted you, okay? You know, that's why I think the Libertarians should actually do, instead of going running for third party, just run the Republican primary. Yeah, that's why I said work within the system. That's what it's for. I agree with a lot of the views of you know, libertarians, like, it'd be a lot better than going to Democrat, and it's a lot better than going third party. Like, I think if we could reconcile some of that, because I'd, I'd take libertarians over the establishment any day of the week. Yeah, I would too. Like, if we had someone who was pro-liberty, anti-foreign war, you know, lower taxes, obviously, because, you know, everyone loves low taxes. <laughs> People like, lower government spending, I think that would... Like, that's pretty much the Republican Party anyway. Well, I mean, minus the war thing and the Israel thing, but, you know, that that, that goes without saying, like, but pretty much they could get, they could they could make something in the Republican Party. And yeah. I think we go and, you know, unite the right over <laughs> Are you using oh, that, that uh, very... Easy. Oh, well. Easy. Are we going to use that <laughs> phrase again? <laughs> We're going to unite the right, goddammit. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. Democrat fucking hate feminism who are Islam, who are Islamic, and, and you know they they can unite with all these other people as long as it's a Democrat, and they can do that. But Republicans, if you disagree on one issue, you, they will run third party. They won't vote. Not I yeah. think you know we purity spiral over on the Republican Party more so than the left, and that's been hurting us election wise. It's true. And then, so allow them to gain ground on issues which, you know, when I was born, I would have never thought was a thing. Like transgender bathrooms, like, no. Like gay marriage, like, ugh. Like, I would, I would have never thought about that shit when I was, you know, still growing up. But now it's it's a new norm. Like, we give ground on certain issues. And some of them, you know, I can understand. But, like, you know, if you go and take a look, like, if you're a Republican from like the eighties and you go and look at today and you see a Republican, you'd think they're a Democrat. Straight up. 
Well, and I like the thing too is, I mean, the Republican Party's had to evolve and moderate for a while since they got wacky during the Bush years. Uh, oh, give me, you know, it's it's happened since you know the Reagan years. Like Reagan did a huge thing of amnesty. Like even the Republican that so many people look up to, you know, he did a lot of really bad stuff. He did the Iran Contra. He, you know, banned uh, certain firearms. You know, from being manufactured, he did a million illegal amnesty, which basically turned California, which used to be predominantly a Republican stronghold, into a Democrat haven. You know? Yeah, I mean... It runs deep. Well, and that's, you know... Again, these establishment people gotta fucking go. I mean, the only thing I think that's... You know, even if... I know maybe I'll get some hate for this, but... If we were in an election, um, let's, I mean, first of all, I would support a MAGA candidate in the primaries, like let's say down the road. But even in a general election, let's say the MAGA candidate loses and a cuck wins, I would still vote for the cuck over the Democrat. Because even though it's bad, it's not as bad as the Democrat. And the Libertarians wouldn't do that. And some other hardliners wouldn't do that. But I would do that only because. There's probably a lot of things that'll bring us in the wrong direction, but there'll be some things that bring us in the better direction. Some little things, maybe. But again, let's let's hope we don't have to make that decision. We need MAGA candidates for the future. Only MAGA candidates, and you gotta go hard against the cucks in the, you know, in the primaries and you know, in these even at the college level. Like you need to expose them for who they are. And as you can see, these people are anti-free speech, pro-censorship. Uh, anti-Trump, uh, they they are so out of touch with what modern conservatism is. They just don't get it. Yeah, uh, that that kind of goes back to my first point. I do wish that we had a better system to deal with this shit because I, I I don't like anyone being you know with that like with net, like basically disenfranchised. I mean, they're not really disenfranchised. They can vote, but I mean, if it's you know someone that you hate, like. I don't know. I, I get it. Like, if I had to go and vote in the Romney election, I would have still voted for Romney, but it would not have been a fun fucking situation. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't love it. Don't get me wrong. I'd be, I'd be closing my eyes as I do it. But it would. You gotta make a decision in the end. Or I mean, if like a, let's say I'd be like a sixty percent supporter. Yeah. Not a fucking hundred. Yeah. Exactly, and that's. That's where again the left is smart because they uh, and it comes from their collectivist mindset. I think is they understand when when the chips are down, unity. You need to unify. Conservatives are too individualistic and too stuck in their ways to ever unify. Except for Trump, we did that for the most part, and it showed people's true colors. But you know, I'm already seeing some people in 2020 like these goofy libertarians. I don't know. I I think. The Dems have their own fucking problems too. Like you have your your Jill Steins and your Ralph Nader's that fucking. Stick but they don't take as much as the. I mean, the uh, Jill Stein did not take as it much as. It comes in ways. It comes in ways. For every, yeah, for every Gary Johnson, there's a fucking, there's a Jill Stein. Yeah, but a she Ross didn't take anywhere as near as many Ralph votes. Nader. Dude, no. Well, so Ross Perot. Ross Perot was Nader a Republican. Cost Ralph Nader cost the Democrats a couple of elections. He did. Um, 
Yeah, he had a he had quite a bit of votes that would have steered some states. Um, Which elections were these? Uh, the, was that George Bush? Oh, the 2000 election? Hell yeah. Let me oh, see. That, yeah, that was a fun Hell one. yeah. I mean, I'm glad. And, wait, wait. And the 2004. He was in the 2004, like, the, the 2004 election, too, right? Well, I think I that was that Ross Perot. Well, no, Ross Perot was Clinton. Yeah, that it was, was Clinton. 96. He gave it to Clinton. That was that, that was 96. Um, After George W. Bush won, like, the second term, like, when he was going into it, he did very well because of 9 11. Like, if 9 11 didn't happen, yeah. I kind of wonder what would have been you know what would like how, how the world would have changed it's, it's, nah, i feel like the coronavirus is going to be the same thing you know like after that i wonder how the world like if this well, didn't, no, the, i feel like the world's going to change so the 2004 not so much that was like i mean john Kerry was just a fucking awful candidate like that was that might have been the worst well, well no i would i think I just doing so well off of 911 I think that was the thing because people originally liked his response to that. Yeah, he had a high yeah. approval rating. Yeah, united over that. However, by like after the you know I, I think after his mishandling of Katrina and the uh, you know some other stuff and kind of looking back at you know the war in Iraq, it's kind of like his his legacy is in tatters now. You know. Well, I will say it looks like Ralph Nader. Uh, Ralph Nader did, t t I guess you could say, cost uh, carry Florida. Um, maybe a few other states. I'm looking on Wikipedia here as quickly as I can. Dude, Florida was it. Yeah. Florida was it in that election. Yeah, that was the whole issue. With that Florida. was the big deal. Like, if, 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 going Florida too. If, Ralph, if Ralph Nader doesn't exist, uh, Al Gore is your president. Mm-hmm. God. but that I, th I I think that might be the only time I can think of that no, a left leaning well, yeah. third party actually made a dent. I mean, because um, what's the is it Ross Perot? Is that the other one? He that was a that was a Republican. Yeah, he, like he fucked he it over for he railroaded the Republican. Yeah, yeah, and he probably had the most successful third party run, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he had like I want to say he had like eight or nine percent of the of the of the popular vote that one year. I think it was the '96 election. Still not even double digit. I yeah. mean, yeah, but still, it was enough to. It's a it spoiler. Was enough to fuck over, yeah, it was enough to fuck over. Uh, I forget who the. He fuck got eight point four percent. He's enough to fuck fuck over Bob Dole and give it uh, keep Clinton in office. Yeah, Ross Perot got eight point four percent. Yeah, I, I knew it was something along those lines. Ever one election would have been in this, like I think during the Civil War, and that was back when the Republicans were a third party. Like, get to go that far back to see when yeah. like, third party usage would have actually been useful. Well, that's when I like when I was arguing back and forth with these goofy libertarians. I finally looked up to see like if third parties had won, and I had to go back like two hundred years. And I'm like, yeah. you people are so just like. Like, well, if yeah. you're going to be a spoiler, admit it. If you're voting for, let's say, Amash to screw over Trump, just admit it. But they don't. And it's because I think they genuinely believe they're making the right decision. I think it's cognitive. I don't know if I'd say it's cognitive distance, but I think they know this candidate's not going to win, but they're voting based on principles. It's just goofy. 
Yeah, you know, some of these people too, you know, they they have political majors and it kind of It concerns me. It concerns me, you know, if you go like I have no like I think I took one poli sci class once and that was a fucking joke. And, you know, I, I know more about politics than some of these poli sci majors. You're yeah. not saying but they're lecturing me one of them even said to me like oh if you believe i'm gonna have to double check what he said but he's like if you believe that then you have like terrible political instincts i'm like jesus boy uh, dude I, you know i'm oh. pretty sure he actually knows so, i mean yeah. about the american political system but that's a game that we fucking play by those are the rules you ain't changing that now you saw you saw trump winning when a whole lot of people didn't see him winning okay tell Talk, talk to me about it again about political instincts something along those lines yeah and the shit we've yeah. done here with turning yeah. point and the victories we've yeah. had and the predictions yeah. we've had and the analysis that we've had i mean it's laughable it, it's, I, think our, I think our political instincts have been pretty fucking good oh yeah and, oh and then we had that one dude that was telling that was lecturing us about bloomberg Saying like, oh, Bloomberg was the uh, qualified candidate. I'm like, are you kidding well, me? That, well, that person happens to be a fucking you know, So obviously, you know, obviously he loves capitalism. <laughs> you know, in terms of capitalism, by I mean, like the fucking terrible parts of capitalism, the fucking scam companies. So I mean, he loves yeah. How's this for political and political fucking instincts? Okay, <laughs> anybody. Uh, okay, so so last year when we had um, last year when we had uh, Sargon of Akkad come speak at Penn State, mm. right? So had him had him speak. It was a good event, but when when we, when we booked the whole thing, right? Or when you booked the whole thing, um, the you didn't want to be associated with that, did you? <laughs> What? I said you well, didn't want to be associated be, with that, I did you? I wanted to give you your due credit. <laughs> I know, I'm, I know, I'm messing with I'm, you. I'm, I'm one of those people that I just, I, I, I want to make sure that, uh, like, I'm really, I hate giving myself any credit whatsoever on anything. Me you too. Know, I'm, not, I'm not one of those people. Anyway, I was digressing. Anyway, so got the event, got the event situated, and then. The demo, the college Dems and a whole and a whole bunch of other uh, buttfuck groups, <laughs> they decided that they wanted to make a, a a letter and denounce and denounce the you know the hatred the, 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 the vet and they express such fit. Oh well. Did we lose Phil? Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, yeah. yeah, man. And then there were two. <laughs> I'm gonna find the part where he shouted on my political instincts, or whatever it was. Well, uh, like it, it just infuriates me when you have people who, you know, maybe they're not doing so well, and they just want to go and bring you down to their level because you can see the forest for the trees. Like you're right about so many things, and for you know people to just go and shit on your parade, it's you know it's kind of sad. Mm. Look, and I'm you not know, trying to brag. Fucking gaslighting you again. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say it feels like gaslighting. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I said in there, I said, um, um, yeah, because somebody was defending Amash saying, so by Amash's oath to protect the, um, 
He said the only reason he voted to impeach Trump was because Trump was carrying out unconstitutional acts. So by Amash's sworn oath to protect the Constitution, he actually tried to do that. So those are Amash's true colors actually attempting to protect the Constitution. Oh, bullshit. He doesn't give a shit. He, he just wants to go and enrich himself. That's why he's worked with CNA. He's a fucking Democrat. Like, honestly, though, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, how do we fight against the Democrats with their collectivization? How do we fight that? We can dive in that second. I just want to finish reading off these quotes here, and then we can dive in that because that's a good discussion to be had. Um, so I replied, "If you really wait, please... wait, what, what, what? Oh, you're back. There we go. I am. I am. What? <laughs> when did I last? What? What? What did? What? What did you hear last? Um, you're talking about the Sargon event, then you cut out. Oh, okay. I'll let so you anyway, finish then. Go yeah. back. Go back into political instincts, right? So, you know, the Dems. Dems, they create this letter with all these little things. Uh, most of the conservative people didn't want a fucking thing to do with our event. Yeah, right. So true. They didn't want it. CRs. Uh, mo- most of these other, they they. I think Yal gave support like way late, way yeah. late into the event. Right. Well, that's because of the person in charge of that. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we, that's another. That's another topic for another day. But um, but anyway. So we said hey i think we could use this to our advantage right and so what did we do right we, we played into it right mm-hmm. we were like hey well look these guys are these guys are cons- look everybody nobody wants us to do this event but we're doing it anyway and and so look because of that we gained we gained more seats at the event we gained donation money at the for the event Oh, ticket sales just shot up after yeah, that. Like, yeah, everything. Like, everything went up. Everything. We had so we had attention. The attention went up. Like, people just wanted to... Like, we... And we had protests. Or like, we had crazy protests at our event. Like, even, even the haters wanted to come. <laughs> like, where other, where other people ran away... Right, they use their political, their quote unquote political fucking instincts <laughs> to to run away from the event. We ran toward the event, and it became, and that was the reason why our shit was a success, and all of their other events were fucking failure. How's that for political instincts? Yeah, sure right, you want to you, you want to talk about political instincts, right? Oh, apparently Sean doesn't have any fucking political instincts, yet he's had one of some of the most biggest events, most some of the most successful events, and you know here they are, they ain't doing shit. And not to say, you know, not to go and downplay too, you also did contribute a significant amount of work for the Trump Jr. event too. Look, I'll Don't be honest. Not from you. I'll be honest when. The news broke that that event was originally it was going to be Charlie and Candace. They called me when I was just secretary. I picked the date for that event. I helped them pick the room. And we were, you know, it was going to be Charlie and Candace. Then when it broke, that it was Don Jr. Um, I think that that actually just happened on Twitter. But and then I'm not look. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I'm just saying what 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 actually happened was that they called me, and we got that event initially set up. But this is a trend. This is a trend, though. Yeah. yeah look, the these are people. There's people. Yeah. That that that. The, yeah. There's a reason why they call you because well, you know what you're doing first and foremost. But 
it's like they their political like like these guys and and we'll, we'll go into another thing too i know i'm going all over the yeah place, we, we have a lot in our minds <laughs> yeah but like it's like it's like poli sci to me is just not that useful of a major yep not, totally it's agree. Just not when it comes to developing political instincts or whatever it's just not that good of a, it's just not that good of a major well listen um, if you Political instincts go and work with a fucking representative. Exactly. From you're it exactly. doesn't it's really a lot of things in college, but like they didn't even want to do that. They didn't even want to do that. Like the CRs and all yeah. that shit. They want nothing to do with these fucking campaigns. Yeah. They don't want to put the work in. The political process. Go to the fucking leadership institute. Yep. Take their like twenty dollar class. You'll get you will get so much out of that three day class. Like I I have no aspirations for politics. And, you know, they kind of messaged me one day. I was already graduating. I went to it. And you know what? I learned a lot. Yep. There was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I learned in there. And I'm glad that I spent, you know, two days. And it was yeah. probably one of the, two of the most intense days I ever had, just nonstop learning. Yep. Same. I went and, to it, too. You know, I, I really wish people, especially conservatives, you know, if you're a conservative, definitely go to those classes because they will teach you how to campaign. They will teach you how to do it right. If I would have known this, like, back, you know, during the Trump campaign, mm-hmm. back when I was a college student, like, I could have done, like, it would have been really helpful having that knowledge. Yeah. I was even working to get them to come to Penn State right before the coronavirus fucked everything up. And I'm still going to make sure they come next year for everybody to teach them these important skills because they sharpen my knives tremendously and the other thing too is i know it's not popular today but you need to read you need to read books you need to read rules for radicals you need to read the prince you need to read the art of the read deal your fucking history too i was like, gonna yeah deep, like deep into your history too because it's like you you learn a lot like there's a lot to be learned by previous shit you mm-hmm. know I, I agree with that, but I think if you want to get experience, the only way you can do it, you can read all the books you want. You can it's, take all yeah, the classes. Yeah. But you yeah. need to get experience. You need to go and do something like intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you work, have to do all I get your hands stuff. dirty. You have to do it all. You have to do it all. Yeah, work work for fucking campaign. That, that is, that's probably sharpened my mind about the political sphere more yep. than anything. Oh, yeah. All these people who are poli-sci majors never worked a day in their life at the fucking campaign yep. for anyone. Then they expect to just go and get granted something. No, you need to go and take your time. You need to go and work with a candidate. You can't just expect to be given everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I noticed yeah. about these phonies, these fakes, these cucks, these elitists, these libertarians, socialists, communists, like all these people that sort of I just call them not serious players or, you know, they all haven't put the work in. That's the common thread I've noticed from they don't put the work in. Um, and going well, the thing too, that kind of pisses me off. If you're going to run for like the president of the CRs, you better, you should fucking have some campaign experience on you. Especially if you're going to an election. That's what pisses me off. You should actually be the person who knows what the fuck's going on. You should help, people get those connections because if you're just some random dude who has no experience doing this you know good luck mm-hmm. i mean it, it's tough like i mean i i came in i i volunteered for the trump campaign me i decided my time that that taught me a lot of things and you know what if i came into it again i would know a lot i would know a lot more yeah. because i've done it before i've taken those li classes i've seen it in real life i've done both and you can't really you know, it's both practice and, you know, in-person learning. It, 
do both of those if you really want to succeed. It's not something that you should do just because you want to put something on your resume. Yeah. You know, it's if you want to just go and coast through college, take another major. Like IST is honestly not that hard. Take something like that. Don't do poli sci unless you're willing to go and put work in. And you can. Like there's candidates, local candidates, national candidates, all sorts of candidates. You could be helping out you know, all four years. Like, honestly, I wish I would have had a poli-sci major because I would have had a lot easier time finding an internship. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm glad that I'm happy with what I'm doing. But, you know, like, there's no excuse. And, like, unless you're just lazy. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that going around, too. But... Yeah. Yeah, and, um, uh, you know, like, with the Sargon thing, that event was a lot of freaking work. And that's why a lot of people don't want to do these speaking events. That's why you can only do so many of them. It's because they're a lot of work. But when you do do them, the yeah. payoff is extreme. And oh, I, yeah. I just have fun doing it. Like, th- those were my favorite things were the speaking events. And we wanted to do another one that, unfortunately, we couldn't do at the time. But maybe maybe we'll find a way to do it in the future. I really hope to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But the... The, the like again like these I'll, I'll find the quote because uh, i did pull it up of like what i was told on facebook um because like i don't know if you heard this part phil but i was telling alex um we were talking about amash and i was you know bringing up the fact that he voted to impeach trump one libertarian says the only reason he voted to impeach trump was because trump was carrying out unconstitutional acts so by amash's sworn oath to protect the constitution he actually tried to do that so those are Amash's true colors, actually attempting to protect the Constitution. And I said, "Constitutional acts." Let me, I got. You should call them out on that bullshit because it, it, that is pretty much bullshit. I, I, I was kind of like, I knew it just evolved into like a endless rabbit hole. So I just said, if he really believes in that hot take of his, then he's an idiot. No wonder why CNN and the Democrats love him, um, which is true, as we've already gone over. And and I'm just gonna say like. If CNN likes you in any little way, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something completely wrong. And he replies, the libertarian, I highly doubt CNN and the Democrats, quote, love a pro-gun, pro-life, pro-constitutional candidate. Dude, do you fucking get this? This is so They love obvious. Richard Spencer. They love whoever will fuck over the actual people have a chance of winning. They, hate, they love ineffective people that hate their enemy and if their enemy's trump right now whoever hates trump they're gonna love when james comey started when james, they love james comey or they hate james comey till we started hating trump they hated uh jeff sessions till we started being a little anti-trump they hated richard spencer till he became anti-trump they well, same thing with the brain cancer fucker well, who was that guy who ran for uh, the republicans with oh yeah the... john mccain they hated I, john I mccain yeah, and they hate John McCain. The left hate him. CNN hate him till he hated Trump. They hate Romney till he started hating Trump. And now Amash is just the next character in this. Oh, look, here's this Republican that hates Trump. Isn't he so noble and brave and a rebel? And I then cited an article. I whipped a fucking article. Well, this is where my other libertarian pal said, if you think CNN and the Dems like him at all, then you're really, really, there's two reallys there, not politically inclined. <laughs> Bullshit, dude. Like, you're not fucking politically inclined. You wasted your four years taking that fucking major. Because if you can't read, if you can't see that shit, like, why are you even poli Like, honestly, you'd be a better fucking political scientist than half those fuckers out there. And that's well, why I'm not a poli major. Yeah. 
And then I just said, I said, once he left the GOP, he went straight to CNN. They gobbled him up. The right loves people that leave the left, and the left loves people that leave the right. And then I whipped out a fucking article where they, I said, they also call him, quote, genuine and, quote, a rebel. The Dems will love him as long as he's anti-Trump. If they realize he'll take votes away from Biden, then they'll change their tune. I linked the article. And then my libertarian pal uh, just says, doesn't even address that. And they said, and he, well, actually, he does a little bit. He says, CNN liked that he left the Republicans, but they definitely don't like him. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I, I, okay. So I have like my beef with the whole poli sci major, my number one. Beef. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of them. It's a, it's a list. Mm-hmm. But the number one thing is philosophically, I just have a, a, uh, I, 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 I'm having a, um, no, I'd love it's to a confusion. It's a confusion of philosophy here because, like, I don't. That like you take a poli sci to be able to look like a model human being. Well, why don't you just act like a model fucking human being? <laughs> like it's like yeah, yeah, that's a whole thing. It's like oh, we're trying to look and we're we're trying to look like a model human being or look like a better human being than your your than your counterpart. And it's like, well, why don't you just act like a model fucking human being and you don't have to worry about shit That's like funny. that? Hold on. I, I thought you took policy to act like a politician, which I, which in my opinion would be the exact That's opposite bad. of a model human being. That, that is the... well, no, it's look like a model human being. No, the key word look, not actually be a model human being, look. So so this is what that's what they do. Like the whole thing of poli sci is you're 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 presenting this image like you're this model human being and therefore you should be the one to represent the constituency, right? Mm-hmm. But it's bullshit. It's bullshit, right? But instead, why not just be a model fucking human being? Why don't you just be a good person, mm. right? And you don't have to worry about all that shit. You don't shit. need a class to learn that. You don't need it, yeah. Nobody needs a fucking class to be a model human being. Just... Well, I thought that's what liberal art, like the general liberal arts majors, more for that sort of enlightened, you know, human being sort of thing. I mean, I know they're not necessarily, but like poli sci, I thought was always if you want to get into politics. It is. It's it's funny. You would you would think that, but then you know, I've met some. I've met some liberal arts majors that are some of the biggest pieces of shit. Well, no, well, they like, think they are. You know, they, a lot of them just. You know, they're a bunch of leftists who are like, oh, I want to be this enlightened person, but they don't know shit about the real world. Mm-hmm. Live. How about live? Yeah. Go somewhere. Go outside the fucking country. Like, how about that? Like, I, I'm like, I, I, I'm. It's incredible to me. Like, some of these people who fucking who talk about worldly views, or they talk about socialism, and they've never been to a fucking socialist country. Mm. Like, I, like, uh, how the fuck? fuck do you know what would work here like like or they don't realize or they don't realize just how bad life is like being in a socialist country have do like look up look up what life is like in fucking venezuela man like it's fabulous it's fucking fabulous you know it's so fat <laughs> diet over there there's no fat people yeah yeah i mean it's you know. very very progressive i mean it, look i mean if you want a skinny broad, hey, go go to <laughs> Venezuela. I hear a bunch of them. Over I, there. I, flex work is very popular. You know, people you know, they can get food. 
I'm sure. They're so rich, they wipe their asses with their own money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing, too, is, like, my mom's a poli-sci major. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> explains a few things. Um, But my dad always gave her shit for it because, like, you know, people think poli-sci is a joke major. I'm going to ask her what they learned in that because I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what you do in poli-sci. I thought it was, like, you learn how to do polls and sort of maybe statistical stuff. I don't I, even... I take a class. They don't. I like, didn't like, have to because I got a good enough grade on the um, AP test for history that I didn't have to do yeah. one. I, I like elective and it was like, like that class was actually pretty interesting because it taught us about ideology a little bit, but I don't know, that professor is kind of a joke. Well, the one thing I've learned even in average, like it's, it goes for any major. School is literally only going to teach you so much and you're going to get your real experience in the real world and yeah. like i've learned so much more um about advertising about communication about persuasion about marketing about campaigning about politics from getting my hands during the real world and if you're lazy and you just go to class and you get good grades or barely good grades and you're not really getting into the the real shit you're not prepared for the real world and you're not going to be successful yeah, or it's really highly unlikely the value of a college education when mm -hmm. you know you can like, i've done this too like i went on an internship and i learned more in my like eight weeks at my internship or 10 weeks however long it was than i learned in like the past three or four years of college yeah you know it's it. like back when people had apprentice like apprentice programs you know those made more sense than the current college paradigm but i guess you can't make money off you know i think for certain majors like i maybe education maybe like you know uh, engineering i could understand the college degree but i think it's mostly a, a money-making scheme here's the thing here's the thing it's an hr like issue too if it wasn't for hr i think it'd be fine if I was president or chancellor of a dictator. university, right? Um, or dictator of a university. <laughs> um, I, and, and somebody went and told me that, look, the, if somebody did a dictator fill to me and went, oh, the, the poli side major is one of the most useless majors out there. That fucking degree is useless as, as a motherfucker. I I would print the I would print the degree in toilet paper and I'd be like, look, there you go. Look, it has use now. All right, look. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like probably the most expensive toilet paper ever, but look, at least it has a use, all right? But you're fucking complaining. Oh. Well, see if okay. I was a fucking like chancellor or whatever, like god emperor of the United States, what I would go and do is or like emperor of the fucking university. I would make the fucking like most of the college courses be ninety percent like actually doing stuff like I agree. internships or uh, what's the other word they have for like the whole semester long ones that you can take co-ops internships co-ops like that's all it would fucking be because honestly those are worth more than anything else mm -hmm. internships and co-ops you learn so much more. And then the university would have to go and hire professors for a good portion of it. You just have them learn on the job, you know. And you can still charge them because the university does that over here. I mean, you won't charge them as much, but you won't need to go and pay the overhead. 
like that's what it should be it's like 90 percent or like 70 or 90 percent like on like in person doing the job learning mm -hmm. and maybe like 10 15 percent book learning and stuff like that because for most jobs like unless you're a you know medical or something like act or scientists you're not really going to need all that much book learning you know it's going to be on the job you know as long as you know the basics for that job like you know decent english skills which you should have learned in high school, you should be fine. It's funny. I go to Penn State's poli side page and you know, the Department of Political Science, and they have like sort of their, on the homepage, they have like, I guess, a sort of mission statement or what the major is about. It says, whether studying election campaigns, government processes, or court decisions, political science is constantly changing, always exciting discipline. The Penn State Department of Political Science is a key player in those discussions because of its commitment to teaching, research, and service. They even admit it's like always changing, so they have like a backdoor out, you know, of when like it becomes even more useless. Um, but we're well, committed to selling bullshit. All right, go pretty ahead. much. I mean, it is such a stupid major. I would never recommend anybody getting it. If you want to get in the political world, you have to know people. That's how my mom got into it. Got into it. That's how I've gotten even deeper into it. If I ever wanted to go somewhere big, I know people, and that's how you do it. You have to know people. If you want to get well, uh, here's the thing. If you want to, if you want to know people, you fucking have to volunteer. You have to go and waste Yeah, that's your what I mean. Yep. Time. Yeah. Don't just sit around and expect people to give you shit on a golden platter. And that should be, honestly, especially for that major, that should be a good portion of it. Like, you should know, like, ideology. You should know some of these, like, how elections work so you can understand why third parties are fucking useless. <laughs> but, like, you know, you need, a, you need a small background, but that should be, like, 10 to 20%. It should, everything else, like, you should be working your ass off during your running campaigns or, you know, researching, like like, being a law clerk or something or something like that yeah and if these political science classes are teaching government institutions government power how the system works then this guy i know should fucking know that third parties don't have a chance in how or else he's not paying attention in class or something um, actually yeah that's another thing did, is your schooling done now or you do, you do your last final yet no my last finals are due on monday oh. at midnight all right. Well, I was yeah. gonna ask you if you had any, like your fucking review of your college experience. Yeah. I'm gonna save that because we want to dive into that uh, article, and I have something funny I want to show you guys too. Well, funny and kind of it's Penn State related, so it's depressing at the same time. I will prepare a review later because I'm about to collect my thoughts on that. But man, I mean the the the, the my first you know uh, thoughts here really are just. What a waste of time is the classroom. It is such a waste of time. I learned everything outside the classroom. I had so much fun outside the classroom. I met all my friends, learned everything I really wanted to learn. There's only maybe two or three classes that genuinely taught me something, and I'm glad I took. See, that's what I'm telling you, man. College is a fucking scam. <laughs> it is, is it? but you have it to is do a it. Fucking scam? What, what's the word? It's not a cabal. Fraud. No, the the thing that the gas companies it's a fucking cartel. Cartel. Like it's pretty much a fucking cartel because that's the only what like it's a cartel with the human resources so you get into companies because honestly, you know, they could save so you could save so much money if you just like you know, volunteer like if you interned at places instead of going to college. And you would know a lot more too. Because yeah. there's people you know, depending on your major where, you know, you could 
like learn more in like a fucking week of actually doing real work versus everyone learns best through experience um i'm gonna post this in the host chat look at this shit look at this shit look I, this is a meme it's it, it's unreal but it's real Oh my god. President Barron and his wife toast class of 2020 via, wait for it, Zoom. Oh, of course. It would have been funny if some teacher had Zoom bomb that. <laughs> I was going to say that too. Oh my yeah, god. I, I think I'm going to create a meme for that shit. Please do. This this yeah. is so, like, this is the biggest, money. like, kick in the balls. Thank you for your money, fuckers. Here, a toast. <laughs> To collecting your money to pay my ridiculous salary on oh, fucking God. zoom at least for my senior week they gave us free ice cream you know? oh we don't I mean, not that i didn't have that because i work at the fucking creamer anyways but <laughs> yeah but guess who doesn't get that dude, i'd be so like i heard there's a class action going against penn state now for... yes. dude. dude you need to go and like get in on that shit because <laughs> if i had your yeah. senior year like my senior year was you know like my second half was, you know, kind of eh, but my first half was great because Trump. But yeah. like, I would have been so fucking pissed. Dude, I'm looking to get into that. That dude is my saint. He is a Start hero. Get, have them hire like a decent. Where's the gun lawyer, dude? I don't know if he specializes in this, but he seems like he knows like shit. We need a competent lawyer for this. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Fucking GoFundMe. I don't care. Because you guys got shafted. <laughs> you guys got fucking. Mm. Oh, you God. You got the shit end of the stick. Tyler Thompson, sick. you are my saint. You are a hero for doing this. Um, give his, we need to get him on the fucking show. We yes. need to give that a fucking round of applause. Like, this, <laughs> this motherfucker needs to win. Like, we need to get his ass to one because holy shit, what they're doing is is the scummiest shit. And they're like, oh, well, too bad, so sad. You know, you got a Zoom education, which is even worse than World Campus. And you're still paying out the ass for <laughs> regular campus fees. And, like, look at the summer. Look at the summer prices. They aren't charged. They're, they're charging it, like, the same price for World Campus. So why can they do it for that but not for you guys? And I if I was living, like, out of state, oh, man, I would Super pissed. You want you want to you want to start digging into how this is an even less of an education than fucking World Campus. My my one IST professor, her class used to be lecture, activity, go do reading at home. That was every class, and it was stupid enough. But once Zoom hit, it was uh let's talk about let's just you know talk shop for 30 minutes let's shoot the shit for 30 minutes and then do an activity <laughs> it was literally her she would even do it in her fucking car it was like <laughs> this was unreal and she would even talk about like stories about how like a bunny got into her home and like they made it like the house the family pet for like a night and it got lost Oh, yeah, that's real good knowledge for fucking IST students right there. You're really going to need to use that in the real world. I, to be fair, I had that fucking, like, lawyer guy who I think was running for, like, judge or something. He was a, I hated dealing with him. He, like, made us watch, Freeman? like, yeah, he made us watch, like, a freaking burger or something like that. And he made us watch a, uh, like, a revenge porn documentary. And I was just like, fuck this. I'm not going to class. <laughs> I think I had it with my girlfriend or something. 
Well, see, right. then my professor, like in the last few days of class, it just got worse. Like we weren't even doing activities because it was these. Pr- we had to do a group project, like a group project, and we had to sit through the presentations, and then for a final exam, the 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 class before it, we were like at the end of it, the presentations, and she goes, "Well, as you guys know, this class is a bit different, and we're not." You know, we we do things esoterically and existentially. <laughs> she didn't say that that word specifically, but that was that was basically what she was saying. It nobody knew what the fuck was going on. She's like, "You're you know, come to your final, but you know, it's not going to be a traditional final. You don't have to study." I'm like, "Wait, what? So are we having a final?" Like the way she, I we had no clue what the fuck she was saying. It was so confusing. She then sent out her. She got one of her TAs to send out an email saying, "Yeah, don't don't bother studying. It's gonna be easy. Just come to class and you'll do your final. It's gonna be like some activity, an individual activity." I had more questions than answers then, and when we got to it, it was one of the stupidest things we've ever done. The dumbest finals ever. It was like, here are the navy, like the navy fitness thing. I don't even know what the fuck it was. I need to find this email. Do the fucking pacers? <laughs> Are we gonna like run for like twenty seconds? And then, holy shit! No, no, no! It was something really stupid. Let me find it. Oh my god! It was it was the total fitness. I think it was called something I never fucking heard of. And this was for an IT IC class, not a phys ed class. Yeah, this is IC, dude. Yeah, that that makes fucking sense. Uh, here, no, that's not it. I have the email somewhere. I need to dig in for it it was a oh come on where is this beauty oh do i still have it in my inbox i didn't want to leave me because it was such a weird ass like that class just got progressively worse it was unbelievable um so what what basically was it did it make you like do push-ups or something (laughs) no it wasn't that let me find it um it was it was a thing where we had to uh, I can't even describe it it's so hard she went through like a f- let me just pull it up I, let me just pull this shit up Jamie pull that shit up I know you were going to say something Phil do you want to say something to um, take up the time here so I can stall oh dude I, I, I can tell you about my fucking worst like the most ridiculous final I ever had <laughs> it was for a philosophy class oh boy <laughs> here you now, go and if it's above an A, you have to explain why you think you deserve that grade. <laughs> like, fucking stupid, like, hippie fucking final I ever had. It's like, write down why you deserve it. Like, anything higher than a B. That was funny, buddy. I went to every class to actually participate in class. So I'm like, like 90% of the students. Like, okay. Like, that was such a fucking joke class. Like, I'm pretty sure the dude was one of those types that go and, like, flagellate themselves for being white. <laughs> He's like kind of like Lutheran minister and he drove like a shitty car and he complained that like he went to a um like a nicer neighborhood and people like try to tow his car because they thought it was like someone that like someone's like sneaking in or something. Oh my god. Well, well, you're a fifth gender white male, so there's no way you're getting an A in my class. <laughs> you some bitch. He just said I don't think he really gave a shit. He just complained oh, about hard we had the time then my sociology professor she worked in like maryland somewhere and i was at penn state york and like that scared me because she was like go off on these conspiracy theories about like 
a butch bomb second like section eight housing and like she said this one girl like would be a good porn star because she looks like a kid. What the fuck? <laughs> and like men like fucking kids. Or like something a like. kid. Yeah, she was so like I was like the girl's like Asian and stuff like dude that's fucking racist. And that's like sexual harassment low key. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, you know, she was like, I mean, there were some things I liked about her. She was actually pro-gun, which was surprising. She didn't Whoa, like Whoa, based. Like, she really didn't like weed. She didn't like Trump, though. That was a, This was back in, like, 2014, so it was before, you know, uh-huh. they took him seriously. But I remember her, like, bitching about him, and, like, she was super feminist, but I got an A in that class because she literally... She was one of those teachers, too, because I remember I was studying for, like, the exams, and I'd go and use, uh, there was that, like, flashcard website. I was like, huh, Quizlet. these are the questions, <laughs> word for fucking word. Is she literally that lazy where she's just, like, reusing Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I can't tell you how many classes are like that. I must have had four or five of them. Yes, I'm admitting to Googling for answers on the stream. I don't care because everybody fucking does it, and I was using my resources, like I didn't take it like during class. I had no idea these because I think she only had like two or three like actual exams, and then we had some other bullshit assignment. And I was like, huh, you know, that's interesting that these are exactly word for word. Yep, there's you know, so many that way. I didn't think I'm like pay like any money for this. This was yep. just like that flashcard website it's thing. I was just to study. Yeah, like quiz, Quizlet or Quizlet or whatever. Well, and the funniest thing too was I would find ones from other universities like ones in florida or utah they would have the exact same questions with the exact same answers they all use this like same system like it's a conspiracy but like it's not <laughs> they probably they like are. got back of the book like if you pay the 200 dollars for the teacher's edition of the book you could probably get the answers like college professors are some of the laziest people that's why i hate they just are. like exams like yeah well, they don't even. Here's the funniest thing, too. I'm going to read the instructions for this final I had to do in this IST class, but Sam Richards, who is this hippie sociology professor, had harder finals than this class. He actually made us do a final in class, fill out the bubbles, and turn it in. This is the final. And there's. Okay, there are two paragraphs of bullshit till we actually get to the actual instructions, but here, here's the full thing. We have been exploring, we've been working hard on developing our awareness of how the information environment is changing the ways we interact, communicate, and function on the job and in our daily lives. We've explored identity, privacy, and socio-psychological influence and the implication through readings, activities, papers, and presentations. The final presentations have demonstrated an examination of information and communication technologies in the past, present, future. And by the way, those final presentations, that was our group project. We were supposed to be using because some of us made cahoots for our during our presentations, you know, for people to see the presentation and be quiz on afterwards. And she was telling us to send in our cahoot questions because they would be used on the final. Well, plot twist this is what actually happened for our final. Our class will explore how we can integrate what we have learned into our daily lives. To do this, we will explore me- mechanisms to ritualize balance and how the balance can be encouraged in the information environment. That sounds like so- that sounds she like fucking weed while she was like working from home. Like that is some. Like- that sounds like some shit that a prisoner would say. Like you know, because because somebody somebody from prison that reads a dictionary or some shit like that while they're in the joint yeah, in the prison life and then they come and then they're like 
like ah the justification of all this uh, like dude, dude you're <laughs> fucking done. now i know you i know you re- learned some big words but you're still a dumbass dude Let's just, <laughs> like i just i'm i'm baffled I'm i baffled. know I, I don't it know. keeps going Remember, yeah. you'll be called on by your family and friends, not just to repair the Wi-Fi or set up a printer. You will also be asked for recommendation on digital tools and applications. Dude, I have to do that all the time with my girlfriend. That's funny. And you will be asked to fucking kill yourself. <laughs> well, they, I think I make you like fucking do like tech tech fucking repair for people. That would've been funny. Like help help Dude. fucking boomer grandpa figure out how to go and run his tablet. <laughs> I would have preferred that, like a troubleshooting thing, because that would have made some sense. But here, here, here we. F- this is the bullshit two paragraphs. Now we're at the actual assignment. For your final, she starts off two paragraphs in a row with "for your final" or "for the final." We'll actually get to it. For your final, we will use what we have learned to compile a list of applications or website recommendations. For the purpose of this project, we will use the. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. The Navy's total sailor fitness, Sailor 2025, to sort the topics. The components of total sailor fitness are physical fitness, psychological fitness, behavior and occupational fitness, medical and environmental fitness, nutritional fitness, spiritual fitness, social fitness, and family fitness. Should we define one of them? All the other ones you kind of had to guess on. Directions. Select five topics from the total sailor fitness. Two. Recommend an application that would benefit each of your selected total or each of your selected topics from total sailor fitness three connect your suggested application to each of the three topics we learned in class which are privacy socio-psychological and identity and then she gave an example so we had to do that what <laughs> what the fuck that doesn't make any sense like what was this class what was the title of this class ist 431 the information environment this oh, is the I class Basically doing like fucking like navy shit, <laughs> like recommending stuff from the like this doesn't make any Dude, sense. I googled like, this. I went to the IST dean because that's some bullshit right there. I googled navy total sailor fitness. I am convinced this doesn't even exist. I can't I find know. anything on it. I have a buddy of mine who just got out of the navy. I have to ask him. I don't even think it exists, dude. It's it's some bullshit and. The funny thing is, this is, okay, keep in mind, this is the same class that had the privilege matrix and oh, the, God. yo, remember that don't shit I was showing you? Tell. What was that? Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> what to do when you drop the soap, I recommend you put a fucking rope on it. <laughs> yeah, this is the class that was, we spent a whole, like, final third on identity, on gender, on you know, sexual orientation and how there are no women tech CEOs and how women don't go into tech. We spent so yeah, much time on that. Out with Theranos. They had a they had a female tech CEO. Who? Theranos. <laughs> I should have mentioned that. Um, be like, hey, this is what happens when you get a woman CEO. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, it, it, it kind of is true. <laughs> not hashtag not all women tech CEOs. <laughs> But the funny thing is this class, it's like I told you, it was like we would come, we would read this shit, come in lecture, do an activity. We did more work than the professor, I felt like. She used the same, she even admitted she used these same slides like every year. 
We didn't learn jack shit. It was a useless IST class. It's a 400 level class. It's Dude, that top like, shit. Like, the fucking 400 level, like, the 200 level courses were by far the hardest I think I've they had. Were. Yeah. Like, the 200 level ones are a fucking joke. IST 210, the sequel class, the, about learning sequel and all that shit. Um, one of the harder ones. Probably the hardest IST class I took. Yeah, well, no, like, I, I, I like that class. I actually learned something here, but, like, what yeah, you learned two, something, though. The, do you have to do the telecom one? I did. That one was hard, too. Yeah, that was probably far, far the hardest one I took. And, like, the oh, hardest part hard. was probably, like, they made us splice, like, fucking, uh, at five cables, and that was probably <laughs> the hardest part. Because I couldn't fucking get it to work. <laughs> Hey, at least you were doing something. When I did that class, I was lucky my professor was super nice, but we were so clueless and lost in that class. I still, to this day, do not understand, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating, a sentence of that class. It made no sense, and by the end of it, he literally let us do open note exams because it was so confusing. But this fucking class, oh my god, this is some bullshit. I turned this in, but like... It was, I literally think my professor was planning on doing a legit exam, and then by the end of it, it was like, nah, not feeling it. TAs, let's whip up some bullshit. Yeah, no, like, I, I don't like my, like, they say that, like, branch campus classes are less intense, but I can tell you what, my fucking IC2, like, that two to the telecom one. I, I, I probably learned the most out of that with, like, networking and shit like that. Like, that's something I actually use day to day. But like, no, that 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 class that you just took that sounds so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like a class and a telecom class. Like I wish I have kept that fucking telecom book. I should have never rented that. Because <laughs> like, I could actually probably use some of that, like some of those funky things. Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots of that bullshit that we were taught. We were taught about the matrix of oppression and the privilege and oppressor oppression resistance circle wheel here. What the fuck is this shit? I mean. I couldn't believe we were being taught this in into um, campus reform. I should actually. I mean, this is the stuff we were being taught. Like that's that's some shit. You should record those fucking Zoom meetings and just send it into them because they could have a fucking field day with that bullshit. Yeah, that was my first Zoom. My first Zoom of that class. You deserve a fucking refund for that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baron. That's not fucking right. They need to go and take a, a fucking hippy dippy class. <laughs> like that. Like you're paying out the ass to go and basically have some like you could literally learn more off of YouTube. Yeah. Cause I think like Princeton or Yale or what like or Harvard or like MIT puts their like IST lectures on there. Like I've I've I listen to those at work before. Like I've actually like learned some like computer programming like theory and shit on there. Like you can actually learn it. like there's so much free shit on YouTube, like the only reason that colleges are even like making money is because they give you a piece of paper. Uh, that's all that fucking matters. You can literally learn more off of YouTube and other free resources than colleges teach you. Mm-hmm. I'm reading this thing, um, the dude that filed a lawsuit. This is what the Onward State article says. says a Penn State student has filed a class action lawsuit against the university requesting his and other students to reimburse. The lawsuit cites students were deprived of the benefits of in-person instruction and the true college experience following Penn State's closure due to the coronavirus. The student identified in the lawsuit as Tyler Thompson, 
I salute you, sir. Follow the lawsuit on behalf of himself and all others similarly situated. According to the lawsuit, Thompson believes the Penn State's decision to move online and close campus deprived him and his classmates of, quote, recognizing the benefits of in-person instruction, access to campus facilities, that's actually a good point, student activities, another good point, and other benefits and services in exchange for which they had already paid fees and tuition. He's a New Jersey resident. Um, he believes that it was right to close campus and go to online learning, but um, thinks it was wrong, you know, filing this shit. Penn State previously now will not reimburse students' tuition. Payments began offering appropriate housing and meal plan reimbursements earlier this spring. I got mine. Um, did you all your money back that you didn't use for your meal plan? I did. Every single cent, or they, like, take a certain fee of that? No, I did. Well, good, good on them for that. That's the one good thing they've done. But no, like that, like see, this here's here's what happened basically. So that that would be like if you went to a rent a car, like hey, you know, I want to rent a Corvette. Like oh yeah, you know, sorry about that. We have a Hyundai Elantra. Will you take that? Is that fine? Charge you the same price for the Hyundai Elantra as you'd pay for that Corvette over there. Yeah. You know, it's more it's more convenient. You can go and put four people in it. Mm-hmm. It's you more know. fuel efficient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you know, just pay the same price, you get a you know, you're getting a better deal from that. Like that's basically what they're doing to you. Mm-hmm. And any other industry, oh, you know, they would be getting you'd be getting your fucking money back. But yeah, sorry, 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 we butt fucked you out of thousands of dollars. Here's your meal plan money back. Here, hope that hope hope that worked out. Yeah, yeah. Like the classes, like on fucking Zoom, you're gonna say that that's anywhere near what you get in an in-person class, like doing actual labs. Like, what if you're a teacher and you need to get, like, in-class experience? You know, you that, that's fucked over. What if, you know, you need, like, in-person tutoring? What if you don't learn very well via fucking Zoom? Like, what they should have done is they should have offered you, like, hey, you know, if you don't want to go and do the Zoom shit, you can get a full refund and just stop now. Or, you know, you could go and continue doing it via Zoom and you'd still get the same credit. Your choice, and they should have gave you that option because what you're getting is not what you paid for. Because what you're getting paid for is lower than the quality significantly of the world campus. Because world campus, they already have all their shit set up online. You can do it at your own pace, versus trying to go into like in class for Zoom sessions. And then, you know, especially if you're like if you lived in a dorm and you were from out of state, and you had to go and like go into Zoom meetings at 5 a.m for like a 12 o'clock class or something like how the fuck is that okay mm-hmm. like there's so much stuff and they fuck people over and like i see on their facebook they're just like oh well sorry life is hard like now nah, you know the university has billions of dollars they can suck it up you know they should at least they should at the very least reduce the price to the to same price. campus and honestly it should be lower than that but you know i think that's a fair compromise yeah, and that's what he cites in the Onward State article. I'm, I'm, I found this dude, the Tyler dude on LinkedIn, but I can't connect with him. I have to be a premium member. He's already got some status here. <laughs> um, but let's see if I can connect with him. So, okay, he's on Instagram. Is he on Twitter or something? I want to, I want to reach out to this dude. He's my hero. His ass on the podcast. Do we need him on the show? <laughs> I was, see, this is where I miss the radio. Imagine him having having him on that Penn State radio just, like, shitting on the university live. That'd be great. So needs to set a fucking GoFundMe for this, dude. Like, honestly, I, I wish that people had done this earlier because that's bullshit. 
what Penn State is doing. Like, it, that is unacceptable for you. I mean, Penn State, and like, it's like, what, 20 grand a semester if you're out of state, or like 20 grand a year? How's that okay? And if you're taking fucking Zoom classes and your teachers don't give a shit. I didn't even realize how big of a chunk this took out of our semester. He claims that due to the you know the remote learning students have been deprived of 47 percent of their semester that they've been contracted so 50 percent of my semester half of it is gone 50 percent that's huge i mean i i had so many plans so many things i want to do gone and penn state's like oh fuck you it's still it's still the same penn state experience we're gonna charge the same price this is why they should have never put that gym fee into there. Because guess what? You're all paying for now. You know, you somebody, hey, say, hey, 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 somebody has to pay for uh, Air, uh, President Barron's $855,000 a year salary. <laughs> yeah. Or not, not raise up to a million. Didn't he Plus, take huh? a little cut? What's Maybe. up? Oh, okay. He did take a little cut. No, he did get a mil- like it was raised a million dollars before all this. Jesus. Look and at, then he also gets like so much shit paid for, so much travel. Like I wish I could live that life where I could just go and drink champagne, on a fucking meeting, and say "job well done." Well, yeah. On the fucking back. Well, he's well. Here, here's the thing. So, well, I looked at in 2018, he earned like his base. His base sal- oh, so his base salary is eight hundred fifty-five thousand a year, but he earns over bonuses. a million dollar. He earns over a million dollars in bonuses. What? He's basically making two grand. Two fucking grand. I mean, two million, sorry. Two million. Two fucking million. Holy shit. <laughs> I think I'm like, going more on that. <laughs> a little, it's getting late. We're going to have to cut this off soon because I'm getting tired. But see those, see that champagne glass she's holding in his fucking wine glass? You want to know who's paying for that? You fucking are. me. My you full are. tuition. My full in-person tuition is paying for that shit. Look at at all these books in the background. He's never read a single one of those. Is that $2,000 champagne? I I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So let's find the... Let's see if we can find this fucking live stream. Dude, he looks so soulless. I don't know. I shook his hand once. I don't know. Well, yeah. That was at some student leadership summit. That was like... Well, did you shake when you graduated? Yeah, uh, maybe I did too. Yeah, yeah. maybe I did. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember that too much. Oh, oh, fuck! Here's the recording. Yo, let's get in on this shit. This is ten minutes, motherfucker. Like, you know, at least had someone speak during that. Like, someone really expensive normally because they'd be on coronavirus. They have nothing. They should have like fucking Robert Downey Jr. give the fucking graduation <laughs> speech because you could probably get them real cheap right now. <laughs> Here's the recording. Oh my god, this dude made his background old man. Like, yeah, look, we're at Penn State, guys. Oh man, dude, what the fuck? Like, he's just like the fucking like I I gave him this. Like, at least you know he probably handled the Sandusky shit all right. I guess compared to the other, it wasn't him. Yeah, it was Erickson. It was President Erickson that handled all that shit, shit, right? No, he he cashed in. Mm-hmm. Just a guy that like they hired him specifically for crisis management, but <laughs> we'll see how he's handling a crisis manager. <laughs> the real fucking crisis. 
not just some like bullshit going on fucking cannabis you know, I mean, a fucking pandemic and then the frat kid dying yeah like honestly like i don't know like fucking overpaid like i mean with the football field they pay them like four million dollars a year but at least you know they generate more way more money than they're fucking worth it's like a ceo did yeah, somebody like, troll this did they that would have been funny <laughs> Dude, that would be the shit. No, look at this. I wish I can't believe I didn't know about this live stream. I could have had so much fun with this, but I think somebody oh, already beat us to it. Your graduation live stream? What the fuck? No. <laughs> no, this isn't the graduation one. This was a part of senior week. I didn't know this was going on. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I didn't know there was senior week. They fucked your senior week over. Holy shit. Look at this. You, people, it's a class of 2020. Type your name. One person put Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. Something like really fucking offensive. Michelle. Oh, it keeps changing. Let's see. I'm, I'm playing the video and it keeps like adding new names. Oh my god, I missed out. I missed out. I would have put like I would have put Sargon of a Cod. Carl Benjamin. Yes. I would have put Carl though, because since he came here, that would have pissed them off. Because Baron Baron condemned us basically. The Penn State admin condemned us. That's how you know you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. I know who wrote the statement. Technically it wasn't Baron, it was like the I forget who the guy's name was, but oh my god. Let's see if anybody else trolled this thing. Oh my god, this is funny. Somebody just put like a bunch of like let like exclam like pound sign exclamation mark. Penis. Oh my god. Let's see if there are any more trolls. Julius Caesar. One got through. Someone should have put something really fucking offensive in there. Adolf Hitler. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass and get expelled, you bitch. What are you gonna do? Zoom, yo, expel me. <laughs> Zoom bomb fucking graduation thing. Oh my god. God, because they do this shit where they, you know, here's the link, here's the code. Yeah, you think people aren't gonna share that shit? <laughs> Don't you have to like sign into your Penn State account now? It might. Well, to be in the Zoom. Yes, but this thing for the names popping up was on menti.com. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Miss, I didn't know this was happening. I got no emails, nothing about Senior Week. I only learned about, I didn't even know Senior Week was a fucking thing till my buddy um that works in the Alumni Center mentioned it to me, and he's like, yeah, I mean, you guys aren't going to have Senior Week, are you? And I'm like, what's Senior Week? <laughs> You know, like I just remember going on campus and playing like beer pong. Type in your hometown. Oh, what, what, let's see what people put on here. Oh my god, people could really fuck with that. Aleppo. Do <laughs> <laughs> I actually put that in there? No, but I would have. <clears throat> Berlin, 1945. <laughs> Penn Island. <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying to see if there's anything funny in here. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking missed out. Pussy. 
in intercourse pa oh my god someone actually probably lives there too that's a sad <laughs> i think i've been by there i've been by blue ball i think like, <laughs> they just troll like i honestly never heard a good answer of, like why these places are named like that it must be like some cartographer like fucking thing is like <laughs> guess what's blue ball <laughs> oh there was a thing where you could like oh fuck where'd it go it says, um, who do you want to thank for your Penn's Day experience? Baron was on there for, like, one second, and his name quickly disappeared as other people put, like, my parents, my friends. Government's monies. Fucking Chinese for forcing me to do this bullshit. Oh, my God. What? Don't put Hitler on there. <laughs> Who do you want to thank for your Penn State experience? Sargon of a cop. Goddamn Chinese, goddammit. Chai comms. Those fucking Chai comms. I would like to thank my wife for encouraging me to go back to school. Aww. <laughs> your mom for sucking my cock. Where are you pussy. <laughs> Eric I would like to I would like to thank Aaron, Eric Barron for holding me down and raping me like Tara Reed. Thank <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Jerry Sandusky. Fucking me up the ass when I was a kid. <laughs> Donald Trump. So Trump there. Yeah, I would thank Trump. He made my college experience. The, like Satan in there, it's gonna troll the fucking nine eleven. Nine eleven for giving me this fucking GI Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Posaba been locked for let me get this fucking Posaba. <laughs> fucking, uh, what would be funny? Oh, fuck you, Baron. He just said, we look forward to having you back on campus. Well, guess what, bitch? The only time you're going to see me back on campus is in a fucking riot. <laughs> kidding, for the record. We kidding. Need we need to go to campus one day and just, like... Fuck around. Oh, dude, I'm not done. You get a fucking hotel room and just, like, dick around for, like... <laughs> dude, I was looking at Airbnbs there. They're fucking cheap as shit. Oh yeah, because everything's yeah, shut because now. Fucking, no, yeah. I was looking in the future because you can look Probably like got some... like in like later dates. And I look, I don't know if it's gonna stay that way given everything that's happening. But <laughs> yeah. Airbnbs the, are potentially the Airbnb really cheap. Probably owned by some fucking buffalo Bob that wants to finger your ass. <laughs> <and that's it. laughs> hey, you bend oh, over, goddammit! That Chinese exchange students experience with the Airbnb. Oh, really? What was it? You know, like like that Chinese guy that I probably showed you that one time, <laughs> the one who like drank like the fucking like bottle of vodka. Yeah, I he, know. Like, yeah, like that guy was telling me he went to like Airbnb. Like he, they weren't supposed to go anywhere like crazy, but he went to like New York is for a stay here and like, you know, going going to an Airbnb at some like lesbian's house and there was like doll baby like baby doll parts all over. Oh yeah. Oh my god! It's like, <laughs> like some it. criminal mind shit right there. Like, what the fuck? When I was like a fucking kid, I used to, I used to go to like kindergarten at this like church, and there was this like weird dude who had like baby doll things, like, like fucking glued all over his car, like baby ball, baby doll parts. 
I need you to. It's like some butch dyke too. Like, hey, I need you to stop talking while I listen to my Melissa Etheridge records. <laughs> I got it, Phil. You ever have like sour beer? Fine sour beer. It's literally sour. Let's let's sour beer like it says sour on it's not mm -hmm. not like old but like where the fuck did I put it I add that to the college memories of... with the exchange student because uh, I mean I've I mean they have a couple of versions of that shit or like around around the world so like um... that shit is so fucking weird it is the most fucking weirdest shit I think I've ever Holy shit, I got, I got this, like, variety pack from Victory fucking Brewing Company over here. Holy shit. Some weird shit. It's like 10, it's like 9.5% fucking alcohol by value, but oof. Yeah. Man, it tastes fucking disgusting. Oof. Uh-oh, he's doing the toast now. Oh, he has champagne, too. I'm not drinking champagne. Yeah. What can you do more? Ugh. What can you do better? You can and... like <laughs> We don't stop. And because of those three things, you will run the future. Yeah, you'll run the future because you paid me by fucking exorbitant fees for Zoom fucking courses, which pretty much just like you know, you could probably charge maybe a thousand dollars for that for all your courses. And just have them watch YouTube lectures, you'd be fine. Oh my god, that's just so stupid, Baron. The fuck is this? I want my money back, not some champagne that you can drink in your comfy little home with all your books. All those books you probably never read. Yeah, that's what I say. You probably never read any of those fucking books. I want to be so rich one day that I just have a whole library of books I never fucking read. I'm looking out. Okay, what was my senior week supposed to be? I was starting on April 27th. Coffee hour with Pat Chambers and Taylor Batter. Battle? What? Host by Paul Clifford. Tuesday, 10 Principles of Financial Literacy. Oh, I did do that. I didn't even know that I had to do with any of this. Wait, no, I no, I didn't do... I did that... Wait, no, I did that before senior week. They, they, they recycled something that they already did. Uh, advice wait, to the... What? What? talk about in that class i i record it but i haven't listened to it yet oh yo cool. i know this girl on wednesday coffee hour featuring fatima uh odabesi she was in my ad class i did a project with her she's the president of the penn state student black caucus oh boy i bet she has a lot of interesting things to say what if she do as a trump supporter <laughs> i don't think she did until after the class uh, not like a, a time during like Lent or some shit like that. What? Fatima, isn't that like a religious bullshit? I have no clue. But she was very nice. Like she's a very nice lady. But um, like I, I bet she was progressive. Very progressive. Well, you're not the fucking black caucus unless you're progressive. Mm. Baron's toast was on May first. Final toast with President and Molly Baron. Oh. I um, can't believe I missed that. I just remember when I went there, like they were shilling their alumni association. Mm -hmm. It's 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 supposed to be wrapping up the alumni association senior wee festivals. Fucking a man.
God. I guess we'll have to save the gaming article for another day, but yeah, that's that's my Zoom that's my Zoom sign off people. And look, I I'm we like we were talking about we do need to go back to the campus for like a weekend to like fuck around. It needs to be, and I will try somehow to get I really would like to do that one more speaking event because we work so hard and man that will be fun if we pull that off. Like after everything we've lost this losing half of this semester, that was the biggest loss of all of it. And man, I just can't believe it. We've been dicked over. Yeah, you guys got fucked. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, man. Um some, some sad shit. Jeez, it's just Another news, man. You hear that the fucking Intel's making the tenth generation? I think of them processors. Let's look that up real quick, and then we have to shut this down soon. Intel's new processors go all in on power and performance. No, it doesn't. It's a fucking power. Like, yeah, just like fucking goes to two hundred fifty watts. Tenth so gen Comet Lake. They they they've been on this thing since like what like 2017, 2016. 14 nanometer like fucking right like the, the fucking amd is like clearly wanting but the only thing they're doing right now is like the middle and lower tier you can probably buy an i3 now and like run a gaming pc off it so if you want to do like a fucking budget build go ahead with intel with the face when intel's the budget brand now yeah it's, it's pretty fucking true like dude look at look at the stats have been going out there man like they're literally still the same shit you get like I think the i9 is now like maybe 10 cores or some shit like that or like 12. Like it, it's still the same like fat 14 nanometer fucking process. Intel yeah. tweets photo of the biggest and weirdest GPU ever made. Oh, that's another thing. They're making their own GPUs now. And that that huh. will be interesting. But in the CPU market, they're, they're getting fucked. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that someone's doing competition to them because, like, now, you know, it's really benefiting the customers. Like, I, I don't really care for, like, I, I don't own AMD, but, you know, I can see the benefit of having that because without competition, it's like, same thing with the uh, Epic Games Store. Like, I don't really fucking use more than for free games, and they're Chinese, so I don't really care, but, like, you know, now with them, like, fucking Steam finally has competition. Like, before... AMD took place like you're running off like two fucking cores mm-hmm. and you're paying out for it. Now it's like, oh boy, like there actually is serious competition. They're not like AMD's no longer just like the, the shit bin. They're more advanced than Intel by pretty much every margin. Like the only thing that Intel has is they have like slightly higher like clock speeds, but they have like way less cores and they're getting like inefficient with their power delivery. Did you see Jay's video on it yet? I don't know if I saw that one. I've he yeah he of course because this is like Jay's fucking wheelhouse. He made a video on the new um, Intel processors. I haven't seen it yet. I'm seeing if he said anything on Twitter, but he I did. Nexus on there, and like man, Intel's just like lagging behind. That's like the crazy. Only thing is like their lower end is like they've switched it's they switched sides with like AMD now like they're fucking their low runs getting 
decently priced where you could like i like run a gaming rig off of like an i5 or even an i3 now without having much issues because they're like i think they're even like allowing i5 to overclock which is unlike intel hmm but yeah man if you want to go and buy a gaming pc now's the fucking time you know sean how do you build dude i need a job first run that fucking call of duty man do some call of duty stream before it gets old news yeah we'll see. yeah oh yeah update on that call of duty warfare can't even run on my pc uh it's, it's too graphics intensive and it you can't even turn them down enough and we did figure out the mic issue <laughs> yeah it wasn't it wasn't the it was not the preamp's fault because uh, the issue was like this preamp uh when i plug it into my windows machine it wasn't picking up my mic it wasn't the preamp it wasn't the computer it was me i had turned the mic off on the computer in the settings because of the privacy concerns i turned everything off and i forgot i still had it off <laughs> it's a it's a boomer moment i'll admit it it's a boomer moment but human error it's all right yeah, yeah. i bet that's what the people said about the um the uh, challenger it's human error oh yeah but there's kind of killed some people yeah i know <laughs> but there's just pissed you off internally until we figured out your computer was a bit yeah, you guys were like oh you bought this shitty preamp oh you have this shitty computer no it was just me it was the shitty human being behind it what's the thing with like modern computers though it's like it so much of it's based off of the GPU nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a great processor for your GPU shit, you know. You ain't gonna be able to run shit anyways. Well, and the thing, too, is, like, and I'm not... I know it's gonna sound like an excuse, but... The computer should tell me that the mic's off. Like, if... if cause it, it... Usually it does. Like, you have to go out of your way to go and turn it off. I've never had that issue. It's never just... Well, it, it should be like, hey, your mic's off. This might be why, you know, no sound's going through. Because I've seen that before with other things. Even Zoom will fucking do that. Like, when you're muted, it'll say, hey, you're muted. Like, a message yeah. will pop up. probably popped up if you look at the bottom with their, with their mic icon usually. Mm, no, I did look, and there was nothing there. Believe me, I was looking at that mic icon for a long time. You can't just go and disable something and expect it to go and like baby you through it. You know, it, it if you want to go and do advanced stuff, you have to know what you're doing. My Mac does it. Well, usually, well, do you disable all microphone access on your Mac? I don't Mac? know if I can actually disable. Can I disable the well, mic? Yeah. No, you can't even do that. When you go and like, I'm you know, gonna like, check. When you ask to go take the train wheels off, and you end up falling over on your bicycle. <laughs> Kind of like what's going on here. You can mute it. You can you got, mute it. Your manual, you know, you're getting your manual transmission car over here, and you have it in neutral, and you start revving the piss off. Like, oh, why is the car going anymore? It's like, oh, shit, I forgot to go and actually go into fucking first gear. Oh, that's fine. Oh, God. Oh. That's what happened over here, buddy. You know, with Windows, you have to be smarter than, you know, potato. That's the note you're pretend that you think that you know what you're fucking you're doing i knew you're gonna say that and that see that's what happened that's why i recommend people do not use max it, <laughs> it puts you into this mindset where the computer the computer will baby you through everything 
Oh god. It it turns you into a alpha male. Oh, does it? Do shit with your fucking computer. It teaches you. <laughs> it's like the fucking uh, that fucking initial D shit where the car teaches you how to drive it, like that fucking eighty fucking Trino eight six bullshit. Mm-hmm. They got like it'll teach you how to fucking drive. The the Microsoft will teach you how to like be a fucking power user. If you do stupid shit to it. Uh huh. Well, speaking of power, uh, and A and Intel, some leaks have come out about the new MacBook. Uh, I think for the 13-inch, it's going to implement Intel's 10th generation ISIC processors. Um, it's, uh, this one tweet is showing it's got an i7, 2.3 gigahertz base, 4.1 gigahertz boost. Holy shit. 20, 32 gigabytes of RAM, two terabytes of SSD. RAM doesn't matter. Like, what, like if you go, like, 16 gigabytes, like, really, that, that's all you really need. Dude, RAM does matter. Yeah, like, not really. Like, I, I have what? 16 gigabytes on here. I could get, like, it, it really doesn't unless you're, like, doing, like... Well, a, that's what enables you to multitask. You can, you should be able to multitask on anything. Like, Well, okay, it, think of it this way. If you had one gigabyte of RAM or two, let's say... Okay, if you have... 8 gig if you have 16 gigabytes unless you're doing like something super processor heavy you should be fine well if you're like, streaming don't you need ram for that yeah i've i've streamed like fucking call of duty over here and i have 16 gigabytes yeah i do too or do i have eight or anything six? over 16 gigabytes is like overkill for i think the I, have vast 16. People. I think for uh, yes for the majority of people yes but i'm talking about like when you need to like heavily multitask well, not, I don't know. I I put like thirty fucking YouTube tabs in my Google Chrome, which I never use, and I still ran it. Like my my processor was like not even like mm. budget. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. mine can like because I have sixteen gigabytes of RAM, and it can hold up things pretty well. Like eight gigabytes is probably the minimum for what you would run now, but like sixteen gigabytes is good if you like unless you're doing something like really intensive, like rendering like four K video and like wanting to go and do the preview shit like really quickly. That's probably fine for you. Oh, I think we nerd them out. <laughs> we nerd them out. Oh, but like, I'll, I'll see that thing where it's like, oh Mac, you know, you can have up to two terabytes of RAM, which you know, pro tip, you can do that with anything. It's just not really yeah, useful. I know. Look, I know there are diminishing returns, don't get me wrong. I think 16 is nice, 32 is, like, comfortable. Like, that'll last you for a lot of things for a long time. Just put an extra RAM, like, a RAM fucking chip in there. Yeah. Most motherboards allow you to go and just put those bad boys in there. Yeah, didn't... yeah, and I know, and that's nice. Well, I just didn't do that because there's no reason for me to do it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Better to have faster, like, 16 gigabytes. Like, 16 gigabytes, unless you're doing, like, something superiorly processor-intensive, or you're just, like, you know, benchmarking to go and show your penis size. <laughs> like, those people go down the drag strip, like, oh, I can't, like, six seconds, quarter mile, but I can't take a fucking turn. You know, those, like, Mustang fuckers over there. Maybe that would make sense for that. Well, see, the good thing is with this new Ice Lake, it says this one article saying that, you know, it's a small CPU speed boost, but it's a big uh, GPU boost. So Max might actually have better graphics performance. 
how's how's that boost the GPU? The GPU is a well, separate. Well, it's an integrated one. Oh God! So it's having integrated like so that that's. that's yeah, I know. Insane. It's not look. It's not a good starting point. But what I'm saying is like for what it is, it's going to be better supposedly. Integrated GPUs are like what the fuck? Oh, no, it's going away. I know. Zach, use a Mac, man. You, you you'll warm up to it one day. Like I, I've literally seen what was a fucking Linux tech clips. Linus, yeah, no, he. Have you seen his video where he said, um, he made two videos. One is, um, why, um, I think it was like ten ways Mac OS is just better, and then another one was like ten ways Windows is just better. You should well, watch those. The, the fucking MacBook, and it literally go like, the thermals are so bad on that. It's like constantly running at like top speed. You can't even get to the turbo boost of the Intel. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was watching a little bit of that. I don't know how all that work. I will say for me, my fans only kick in like when we're streaming and I'm gaming. That's when my fans kick in. But other than that, it's dead silent. Well, see, well, I mean that. Well, to be fair, some of that's just a problem of you know the, the laptop form factor. But like, they mm. really don't make it easy for you to own a desktop, like a real desktop, not integrated like bullshit desktop. Like I, I like having a desktop I can run my fucking Call of Duty game. And I can run. I can stream at the same time because I got that fucking. You know, I pay, I paid for that fucking bullshit over there. I don't have integrated graphics. I have a fucking some shitty SRTX, but still leagues ahead of whatever the fuck integrated would be able to deal with. Mm -hmm. I can, like if I want to go and change something, I can I can open this bitch right up, pop swap. And it was still cheaper than the equivalent of a Macintosh, whatever the fuck <laughs> I paid for. Well, I mean. All you need is six grand, and you could get a the one the new Mac Pro, right? Yeah. Or not the the Mac, yeah. How good of a computer I could get with for that price? Yeah, but even Linus admitted, like when he, I think he was comparing the iMac Pro or something. He said that like a PC, a good PC with the same specs was around the same price. Like it depends which Mac you're looking at. He said some of them are actually like in the relatively similar price point for the mac pro he had to go and like like tune out to like 16 grand before it was even like somewhat decent then he <laughs> upgraded himself to get the one ter or like the 1.5 terabytes and he saved like 20 grand off well then that. do that yeah see just do that then and he turned that, like see that that's the thing like the only mac that i'd actually be interested in would be the pro and that's like six grand minimum and even like when you get the bare minimum it's still like god awful well, I will also say too. Um, I was a bigger Apple fanboy under, you know, our our God Steve Jobs. I know you. I know you have some uh, feelings about him, but that's a new rant for another day. But like Steve fucking Jobs, he's he's the type of person that he literally like fucking ate fruit like <laughs> entirely, and he thought he wouldn't stink because he was like vegan. Or <laughs> He's such a fucking hippie frog. Or he, he could have sold cut if he could have invented cut he probably would have. Listen, under Steve Jobs, Apple was oh. a way better company. This 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 shit like you're seeing with the Mac Pros, with MacBook Pros, with the fans and all that, and like it doesn't like go up to these speeds. That's a that sort of shit wouldn't have flown under Steve Jobs. Tim Cook is more about money, 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 and I think. 
a lot of the problems you see about Apple today, which I acknowledge, are because mostly because of Tim Cook. There have been you know differences between PCs and Macs in the past with Steve Jobs, but now that Windows has caught up in many ways, and Android's caught up in many ways, Apple has kind of is still just treading water. And part of it is genuine, probably because there's just not much else to innovate. Like we're kind of at that point. You could innovate. Like they've done some, like their iPhones. Like when they when they first came out, they were very innovative for the time. I'll give them that. Like honestly, their iPhones, of anything, their mobile and maybe even their laptops are pretty decent. I'll give them that. But their desktops are absolute garbage. <laughs> like you know, they, they are like value for money. You're not going to get that from a desktop computer. And if you know. And honestly, like these days with the Android operating system, it's getting more and more better. Like better every fucking day. It is. I'll acknowledge it. But, you know, it's still, I still prefer iPhone. And um, like I said, I, I, I even heard, like, you should look into this. I'll send you this video about when Johnny Ive, their big designer who designed everything, left. Somebody made a video with a lot of insider information talking about, like, what it was like working under tim cook and he said you know the mac the mac pro their desktop thing that you like when they revealed that they said it was probably the first time tim cook actually ever saw it was when they revealed the bloody product on stage because they said johnny was like showing him everything like in the showroom floor like about it and he was acting like it was the first time he saw it i don't like the only reason I like that the 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 fucking pros because at least you can change things yourself. Like yeah. the regular Macs, they lock those down to the point where you can't change it without paying a genie to go and like look up your issues or whatever and charge you like four hundred dollars to do like a hundred dollar RAM swap, something like that. And they like solder it to the board. Like they are anti-consumer. anti-consumer. That's really. No, it's the way they do it. Like, cause the reason it's soldered is to say, I I believe to keep it thinner. No, that doesn't. No, that that doesn't make a difference. They do it so they can charge you extra and make you buy a whole new one. Like, like, see, I've my my problems with Google, but they're compared to Apple. They're they're leagues and bounds above. Like they they all like Android like ships stuff to go and help you. Like, do you want to go and change out your screen? versus you know apple where they want to go and charge you an arm and a leg to go and do it well anything. if you're under warranty you uh, can get it you know for free they'll they make, just give you a new phone and they make up and they make like what was it upgrades or whatever to their operating system that slow your phone down uh, well okay windows was doing that too I, i'm convinced from um when i on my computer upgrade like to xp and i think even seven i noticed it was getting slower um windows was doing that apple used to never do that until tim fucking cook and then i did notice that on my mom's phone um but they had some bugs the actual just bugs and shit um and they've that's changed they fixed a lot of that especially with ios 13 it's a lot better but it's stuff that just Steve Jobs wouldn't tolerate. They claimed they were dialing down the speed to save battery, which... No, that's bullshit. They want you to buy a new one. Let's be real. (laughs) 
Yeah, I what? think they were too. I mean, but again, this was a Tim Cook thing. That guy is ruining Apple right now. He's he's done good for most things, but he's ruining Apple's core, and I am annoyed with him big time. Well, it's just anti-consumer. I've always kind of been that way, at least since no, I've ever... Steve Jobs wasn't like this. And look, I, I know you don't like the fact that you can't change shit like in it, but like that doesn't bother me at all. Can't fix it, like you know, it's all I'm well not gonna good. fix it. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I literally can't fix a screen on a phone. Like it's just not gonna happen. I mean, with an Android, you could you could go and look up a YouTube video, and they have parts. You go to like a micro center, purchase that stuff. You can even have people do at like little local shops instead of the weenie bar. <laughs> weenie Hut Juniors go and pick your fucking iPhone. That has like the red, the red ring of death or whatever. Yeah. Oh god, the red ring of death. That's for Xboxes. Close enough. Yeah, they have what was it, a green screen of death or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but they they do that. They replace that for free, and now some with their OLED displays. I haven't had a single problem with an Apple display. My laptop like display that. is beautiful. I love it. Like I, I've had an iPod Touch before, and you know it was all right. But what I paid for that, you know. It just doesn't like what I'm paying for. It just doesn't make sense. Not everything's I mean, about price, darling. That, yes, it is. No, like, see, that's where we're different. You look at just price. I'm looking at the value I get. Performance. So you know, I could go and get a Samsung. Like my my brother, you know, he used to be an iPhone fanboy. You know what? He switched and he got a Samsung, and he's able. You know, it's cheaper than the iPhone X. And the performance was significantly better. Dude, like the performance like, isn't there. Look, they're all all these phones are fucking fast. The difference for me is the ecosystem. The integration between my computer and my phone is seamless and unlike anything else. I can take calls on my computer. I can answer texts on my computer. If I'm on a web page on my phone, I can. It, it's automatically ready. I can just a few taps away bring it up my computer if i want i can copy something on my phone and paste it on my computer i could probably figure out a way to go and do that yeah, you computer. have to figure it out that's the thing you have to do all these extra steps and oh, waste a bunch of time I it's out of the box i could post in a discord like it's one app yeah but like I could, yeah that's I mean, an extra step these have no extra steps and the, 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 the amount of money that extra step costs you know, to go and eliminate that extra step, I'm paying six hundred dollars, an extra six hundred dollars or whatever. And then if anything breaks, like I've used, I've used those services before. And I had to go and pay for an Android computer, and I don't like. I mean, I have a laptop. I never use it. I like my desktop. You know, so I'd have to go and pay for a Mac desktop, which I don't know what the minimum price for that is, but I'm, I can assure you, it's probably not cheap. What, what's the what's the minimum? What's the cheapest Mac desktop that they have? Um, I think it's like well, that would be the Mac Mini, which is like seven hundred, eight hundred. I think. Let me check. Hundred, eight hundred dollars for something that cannot game to the level of my well, expectations. Well, because you just said the cheapest one. If you're gonna get the cheapest one, you're not gonna get like gaming performance. What what, what is the game? What is the Mac gaming? Eight hundred like, is the cheapest. Okay, if you're you'd be looking at let's say the iMac Pro. Pro, and then like dual boot windows into that which you can do but yeah. it ain't gonna be yeah i'd be paying like six thousand dollars to do what i do for significantly less and i even went for an expensive one i paid fucking cyber power pc which i'll never do again because their customer support 
is probably the worst I've ever seen. But, you know, I, I could have built it myself. And I honestly, if it wasn't for, you know, the fucking Budweiser virus or whatever, I would have fucking done that. The Budweiser virus. Oh, God. Well, speaking of the Budweiser virus, we're going to close this episode of Real News Quarantine because it's getting late. We'll see you guys later. Buy a Mac. You'll love it. Thank you for listening or watching. Um, Have a nice day. And please, as always, wash your fucking hands. Wash your ass. <laughs>